the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. On uh, <laughs> some, uh, uh, I forget what it's properly called now. I haven't baked anything in a million years. But you know the uh, the pumpkin pie concentrate type stuff that you get. Yeah. Yeah, they had a recipe on there for pumpkin pie cheesecake, and since those are my new favorite things. Ah. <laughs> That's what started me on learning how to bake and cook. Mm. So, praise your maneuver. Yummy. Yes. Indeed. What's this about the maneuver? Ah. <laughs> well done. Yummy, <laughs> food. <laughs> Yummy food maneuvers. Ah. <laughs> I, I was learning today, too. I baked an apple pie and cook the apples first with the stuff. Oh, my God. It's Isn't good. that amazing how they transform themselves? Well, and, and the brown sugar caramelized and made all the, the goo. Oh, it's going to be fabulous. And yeah. I also made pear cranberry pie with streusel topping. And I had some leftover that I made without the pie crust and just like as, as a <laughs> crumble. And I yeah. tried that. It's pretty tasty, too. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So well done, me. Well done, yeah. y'alls, for cooking and baking. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah, but it's worth it. I, 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 I meant to this year, but I didn't end up doing it. You know what? It's okay. Any day of the year, if you cook something, well mm-hmm. done you, because it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> this does not yeah. happen very often. I mean, having to twist the top of the Instant Pot, you know, that's that's <laughs> the drink of sweat every time. Very silly. <laughs> No, the, a couple of years ago, I did these like cheddar biscuits. You know, like like the, they were supposed to be like the Red Lobster kind of ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And they went over really, really well. And I just don't have all of the stuff together to make that happen this year. <laughs> I thought you were going to say those bastards ate every one of them, and I didn't even have any leftovers, and I'm not doing that again. <laughs> well, well, there, there was that too. But no, I, I, I was messed up my cheese. Good. Greedy bastards ate everyone. <laughs> I worked was, and saved and made all these biscuits. <laughs> they it hoovered was them good up. That they ate all of them, but uh, yeah, but I just I didn't have the all the stuff to, together to do that again this year. So hopefully next year. You know, next year in Jerusalem. Yep. Because <laughs> they love their cheddar biscuits in Jerusalem, mm. don't they? Oh, you know that it's one of the most famous facts <laughs> about the Holy City. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's like the excised first half of the Sermon on the Mount. Right. Just give, a recipe for cheddar biscuits. Give to me thy cheddar biscuits, and all will be well. And with the, 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 the parable of the fish and the cheddar biscuits. That's Absolutely. where I was going to go. <laughs> with the, with the parable of the fish and the peppercorns? What? He fed the, the, the multitudes. Yeah, that's right. I don't eat fish. Don't you have a nice salad somewhere? Hello? Oh, fish, fish is a vegetable. No, it's not. Yes. It's the fruit of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Just plant them in the ground, get a couple nice trout. It, Sometimes you get lovely, bananas. 
lovely faces and they raise their young with tender care and snuggles and bedtime stories. And Some of no. them do. <laughs> Who was it that said we weep for the song of a bird but not for the blood of a fish? Hmm. Uh, not me, because I would weep for all of them. Yeah, I think I'd, about it all the time. I also probably go a little, like, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Carrot Top. That was probably <laughs> Not I Kid think Rock? you're right. You, it wasn't Kid Rock? <laughs> no, that's the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will just have to be saddened that I will never, ever have those, like, special vegan powers. And... Well, it's, a, it's okay. Vegetarian powers are awesome because then you can have butter. Then you can eat fish because fish is a vegetable. No, it is not. Would you stop that? I no. love it when people do that. Like, yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. I only eat the flesh of an animal. And, <laughs> and, and with fish, it's not meat. Motherfucker, you're made of meat. What do you think? <laughs> we once met a girl who said she was a vegetarian except for pepperoni. Ah, uh, I mean, okay. Um, hello. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I had somebody just... try and tell me they were vegan, but they ate fish sometimes, and I'm like, "Then, honey, you're not vegan." Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I that's was not vegan. The that, <laughs> vegan police are going to show up for. Right. Yeah, yeah I was. I'm going to. Was... I'm going to point at them. This one lies. <laughs> exactly with the like laser sights and everything. I. I I, all, all, all of this is coming from the fact that I was. Everything. Well, this all, all, all of this is coming from the fact that I was poking around on uh, Netflix last night, and I saw oh, that they have Scott insane. Pilgrim versus the World on there. Ugh, ugh. Okay, can someone please explain to me? Because um, <laughs> a, a ton of people recommend that, and we're like, "Oh, you would love this." And as far as I can tell, it's about a dude who's a little bit of a pedophile and cheats on his girlfriend. Well, he technically cheats on both of them. Right. So, <laughs> well, what's and the big ped- ped- pedophile, as in he's, I think, the age difference in the, mo- in the difference in the movie is not as pronounced as it, as it is in the book, and nothing really happens there anyway. Yeah. So it looks, creepy. It looks fairly pronounced, but he also is just—he's a white dude, so he gets and off he's, pedophile yeah, vibes. And he's—he's—he's—he's—he's you, know. he's, 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 you know part. Pretty much the story progression is him becoming less of a douchebag through the course of the movie. Well, as he starts out as a raving douchebag, that's not really so much progress, is it? No, I'm joking. I have no idea. I'm just saying. In the movie, (laughs) either the person he's cheating on or the person he's cheating on her with, he has to fight all her ex-boyfriends. And as far as I can tell, that's it. Why do we... Of her exes, as she would correct through there. Yes, yeah, true enough. But What's the uh, what's the appeal? I don't, I don't get it. Hmm. It's it may be partially a like generational thing. It's hmm. there is humor to it, like hmm. the whole vegan police thing. One of the ex boyfriends <laughs> has has the like special vegan powers, hmm. and then at some point uh, during their fight, Scott tricks him into drinking. Uh, a like latte with actual milk in it. In, That's in, mean. In, 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 instead of soy. Powers. And and then the the like vegan police show up to take his powers away. Oh. I mean, I saw it, but I mm-hmm. was like, I, I mean, this whole time though, we're talking about uh, a a guy who's like he's committing infidelity. Well, like, what's how can you then like the film? There must be a way because it's tremendously popular. Yeah, and I, just, I mean, 
I can't grasp it. I, I mean, I loved it, and but you, you, you put it that way. It's I can't really explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It has a certain it's, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's just the kind of. We- I guess with me, it's just going to be the like kind of weird Gonzo. All the surrounding weirdness oh, thing. Yeah, I'm so looking maybe at pictures. Everybody has that. very dynamic hair. There's serious hmm. dynamic hair going on here. Where? In, I'm looking at pictures from the movie. Yeah. Oh. The girls in particular have many lovely shades of hair. That would mm. be Ramona mainly. Um, oh, does she change her hair many times? A couple or, or three, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, in her magenta phase, that's actually the color that I pretty much have, that I've had for the last almost two years. I tend to think of it as my natural color these days. <laughs> yes, I was born with magenta hair. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> like it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, as long as you enjoy it, I'm not going to yuck your yum. I'm not sure that... Yeah, me either. I just... Uh, I totally I... miss this movie. I was I just, probably off sitting in the lawn, you know, yelling at kids to get off of it, that yeah. sort of thing, being a trumpeted by a woman. I just love the whole the whole concept of the like vegan police anyway. <laughs> yes. Uh, such as such, such date, you ate a chicken parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> yes, that's the other one. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a vegetarian. I just eat the flesh of an animal. Yes. <laughs> Chicken's a vegetable, man. You just Put them in the ground. You plant a couple chicken McNuggets. Um, on such and such date, you knowingly consumed gelato. <laughs> gelato isn't isn't vegan. It's, it's milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> That's why it pays to be an ovo lacto vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Then you can have lovely things like gelato mm. and cheese. Which is pretty good. Yeah. But one other thing, though, uh, one other quick trivia note about this movie before we we, we go on. Mm. It was watching this that convinced me that, okay, Chris Evans could, in fact, play Captain America. Ah. That's Chris Evans in that. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, He's the, like, action film guy. Ah, so this guy. That that does the, like, like, big deadly skateboard trick. That's him. Okay. Little baby boy grew up. And yeah, yeah, because I, I I I remembered him being in the Fantastic Four movies and being kind of scrawny. I mm-hmm. I thought, and then I, I, mean, I missed like, out on those too. He's cast for Captain America. Really? Welcome to the wonderful world of steroids. Yay! And then, and then, you know, like a before and after in the first Captain America movie. You know? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. And well, maybe not that pronounced, but but still, I was like, really. And then you see, and then he 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 was in Scott Pilgrim, and he was buff, and just like okay, mm-hmm. I can anabolic see steroids. We're here to <laughs> pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the greasy, swollen look that I associate with steroid users. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how because I don't go around looking at like you know nude pictures of celebrities. I swear to God, um, I don't know how much of that is just you know the way they shoot him and looks to me like the body of a person who's just been through a punishing workout regimen. Oh, it's all airbrush makeup. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there must be some. Please. (laughs) And a little Vaseline on the camera lens. Those wonders. (laughs) Some people really do bulk up very quickly in response to even little 
exercise. I was never one of them. I look exactly the same. I'm just stronger. <laughs> well, that's well, something. You know, you win. Yeah. So I do get the um, Orion's Belt, I believe it has sometimes been called. Uh, it's known by a number of more profane names. But those oh. lines that lead in from your abs down toward your hips, yeah. which when like heterosexual women see them, apparently makes them begin ovulating. <laughs> <laughs> An amazing superpower. <laughs> I discovered. in action. That's <sighs> funny. <sighs> but that's it. Whereas some, some people I knew who I was working out with, just like, look, you're already six foot eight and 250 pounds. It's not fair. You lifted a dumbbell and now you're three. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just eat a lot of chicken and eggs. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> You're very silly. You're a very silly person. <laughs> but it is true nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> some people. I I can't swear to it because I really didn't have the nerve to ask this gentleman, but long ago and far away when I was working in Massage Land, I was given a client who was a bodybuilder of some sort and had those gigunda over defined muscles Mm -hmm. and i thought oh hell this is going to be so much work and instead it was just weird it was Mm -hmm, like bags mm -hmm. of jello yes like mush 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 (laughs) that sounds disturbing (laughs) it was so disturbing (laughs) (laughs) i was talking with fellow therapists later and they're like oh steroids baby yep. on the on the roids and I'm like, is yep. that what that's about because <laughs> like water balloons <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's one of the key signs it doesn't necessarily is it steroids maybe, maybe he'd been doing it for too long i'm not sure but yeah that yep. was uh that was the only person i ever had that that was quite that pronounced. Can you do, do you that? remember if he had like um, squirmy veins or anything like that? Uh, luckily, I do not remember that. You know, and we uh, always keep the lighting dim, so, you know, you don't yes. really see that sort of thing. But, but it was it was the gush factor. Yeah. Was, and on the other end of the spectrum, I had... Uh, my next reality show. Hello. <laughs> there was a, a lovely woman who came to, to see me a few times, and she'd had she'd had liposuction done. Mm. On, on her, like her, her legs and bum, yep. and she she had just you had to wear compression pants, like the lace up football compression pants, mm-hmm. for a really long time, and she was finally given the okay. She could she could go back out into the world and she could have a massage. And so she was telling me about this, and it had the same sort of consistency of just like free floating jello in a sack. <laughs> Again, it was it was a very disturbing thing. <laughs> she had a Roger Moore body. Oh, well, you know, it just it, um, there's one thing about there's adipose, but then there's this when it's been unmoored and unanchored, it's is mm-hmm. a, it's very yeah. So so liposuction, I was like, no, I don't Maybe think not. so. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was it was an interesting discussion. Though the pants were probably cute. Those little lace up football pants, I always liked those. They got rid of them. Cute. Now they all do those pull on horrible spandex things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little laces were nice. 
<laughs> Good luck. Anyway, anyway, sorry, I digress. Hi, Mikey. How are you? People watch football uh, for different reasons. Is it, <laughs> is it wrong? Is it wrong to be to be there is it watching? Wrong to let little choices? <laughs> Can you make that goose 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 noise again? I want the ringtone. <laughs> That was funny. Falling <laughs> <laughs> ah. dice. Crap. Uh oh. You, you did what? what? Falling dice. 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 Ah, falling dice. Now I heard. I heard ice just... or nice or vice. I no, was falling dice. Falling dice. dice. I've lost dice. Dice, baby. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do not be. Sp- Merch the memory of that song of I, that I'm other not, song, the real really? song. It's completely different. It's, the one song is dun 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 dun. dun. Yes. This song is dun 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 dun. dun. It's completely <laughs> different. It's so different. Uh, I can't I believe anybody ever too. got it confused. <laughs> yes. It's a great song. And really showcases. Freddie Mercury's vocal range in that one spot where he just goes to town. Yeah. I can't listen yeah. to that song without getting emotional. <laughs> so has anybody, everybody seen uh, Bohemian Rhapsody yet? Negative. Have, not yet, but it's not, on my list. Uh, I have I seen it. I given a review of it by a friend yesterday who oh, really yes. enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was fun. Right on. I went in knowing absolutely nothing about those people except for the music. Hmm. I didn't realize that it focused... <laughs> Strictly on Freddie Mercury, like as a child growing up, blah 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 blah. blah. I it thought it was care. about the band. Oh, it doesn't talk a lot about his childhood. No. Oh no, that's what my friends seem to take away. Your friends fell asleep. It's like, oh, this is all about childhood. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't really a child. It was just he was, you know, it was like the he was week from before an he joined the band. You know. Oh, oh, that's what you mean. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the only childhood thing is that his mother brings out the photo album and shows some of his photographs when, when he was a child. Oh, and that's really? what okay. made him bisexual. But it's not its not a documentary. It's an actual fictional film, right? It's not um, a mockumentary either. Yes, no, 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 a, no, no, no. There's um, a specific they, term for that, and I don't remember what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. They do take <laughs> some liberties. Um, Hagiography. Uh, yeah. Oh, Maybe. I'm, I was just trying to remember. Um, I heard uh, George Schraub do a um, critique of it, but he, you know, he said that some of the events were mixed around a little bit, and you know, they took oh, okay. liberties with a couple of things. So, but, so there's some realism. So it's basically, it's like every other movie that was based on a tr- on someone's life. Yeah, kind of. But not. <laughs> did they but, show the crazy parties in the '70s with a little bit uh, with the little people with the trays of? Of cocaine on their heads, wandering around to the parties. Uh, something like that. That was a good gig, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> miss those days. Oh yeah. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, these days, everyone's like, "Well, I mean, you're not Edward Dinkle or whatever his fucking name is." <laughs> the, the comment where he cut off his hair and grew a, grew a mustache. One of the band members says, "Look, we're Queen, not Village people." <laughs> I heard an interview with Brian May on Fresh Air, uh, the mm. guitarist. Yeah. 
God, what a neat guy. And a sense of humor. Sense of humor and, uh, you know, Terry Gross, I don't think she quite knew what to, to say to him, but I mean, you know, she was okay, but I don't think she was really up on her queen trivia. And, you know, her sense of humor sometimes is a little bit stunted. <laughs> but he, he would be, I think, so fascinating to talk to because he's also what of, uh, uh, has a PhD in physics, astrophysics, something like yeah, that. Astrophysics, like that. yeah. 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 Oh, well, I've got as a well surprise for you, Nikki, now joining us on the call. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That would be amazing. <laughs> and I can tell him my favorite joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> this picture of that guy coming up to you and being like, be... well, go ahead. Fine. Oh. No, nothing. I was just, I'm still trying to track down these damn dice that fell. So. Yeah. As long as I don't need my D10 or my D12, I'll be all right. Well, they, you know, dice tend to roll, so they didn't stay where they landed. They've got square sides. They can't go far. Yeah. and Well, not all of them. The (laughs) D10 and the D12 don't. They have flat planes. They can't go far. Yeah, they have those little three-sided squares. Hey, can can you train Zeke to be a a dice retrieval dog? Oh, well. That's the part of the problem. I have a big furry heap that's blocking my ability to really <laughs> surround him. For all I know, they're under his paw or something. He's doing his job. He's not letting them escape out the door. He's Don't worry, boss. I'll, I'll make sure they hatch. <laughs> yeah. Just be careful of the four-sided dice. They turn into cow trops in the dark. Yeah, so thankfully, they to find him. That was our joke about oh, why God, yes. the cow trop did D4 damage. Uh... <laughs> Fun. I never thought about that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> just use just use dynamite and a laser beam. You'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dice have been recovered. Thanks, Killer Queen. Now that song's gonna be in my head. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Guaranteed to blow your mind anytime. Did they, are they the ones that came up with phasing, or is that somebody else and they just like got on the bandwagon? I remember that was a big thing in the late seventies. Oh God, yes. Phasing. Yeah, the uh, Electric Light cool? Orchestra used it. I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep. Oh, I was just gonna. Yeah, that's that effect that I don't know if I can convey the that's sound the over effect. the uh, microphone, but it's yeah, where you can kind of accomplish the same thing by waving your hand in front of your. It's not doing it. Okay, never mind. Oh, is that like talking uh, into a fan it, sort of thing? Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that, yeah. It has that weird vocal... I thought that was like the early vocal. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, are we talking phasing or flan- flanging? Because I think they're, they're, they're We're talking similar, phasing. but they're not quite. You would. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> phasing was the, it first, the, it was the first term that came to my mind when I thought of the effect. It might be called flanging. I'm not sure. It, so, it, it sounds well, anyway, like someone is slowly placing uh, someone is slowly placing a cup over the microphone in a high wind. Huh. I yeah, just I know what you're remember having. I just remember having my first uh, stereo with a dual cassette deck, and I was ate this phasing. If I put the same, if I recorded something on both tapes, and then. If I played it at exactly the same time, you had to be right on exactly mm. at the same time, it would do that weird phasing effect before yeah. it went out of sync. It was pretty wild stuff. And some of it, of course, is com- was completely lost on the radio because, you know, 
I remember it was a big deal just to put headphones on I, when I was in yep. when I was in high school. It was like they were not really all that prevalent uh, stereo headphones. And like a good quality when you would get like quadraphonic sound. Holy crap! Yeah. And you're like I'm I'm there. I'm there. This is inside my head. That quadraphonic yeah. sound. I just I just wanted it loud. <laughs> no, that's true. I remember when I got my got my first Walkman. Mm. I remember back in nineteen. It was Christmas of nineteen eighty four. When dinosaurs I, roamed I never, the earth. I had never encountered stereo headphones before, and I was blown away by the fact. Well, the drums go from one side of your head to the other. It's so cool. They. It's still and now we just cool. take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how come Paperback Writer only comes out of one side of my thing at the start of the... Wait a minute. <laughs> that sounds like that to me anyway. Maybe I got a faulty recording. Has that happened to anybody else? Do not I don't remember. Just your headphones. Oh, well. Yeah, well, that was, that was 60s stereo. I guess so. Is completely and you get your from, first... No, walk. it was like... Oh, yeah? It was like the way that... They did this. It's like if you listen to a lot of the songs from that era, if they're in stereo, they got like half the tracks in one side and half the tracks on the other with no, there's no middle ground. Either things are way on the left or way on the right. It's weird. Mm. Mm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember not until actually getting uh, some sort of an MP3 player before I discovered that you can listen to podcasts on your computer. You didn't Ooh. need an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I think we've all had experiences like that. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Hey. Look at yeah. this. Look at all yeah. of us, all in the same place at the same time. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, wait, wrong holiday. I ho, the gang's all here. Yeah. <laughs> it's Turkey Eve and everything. Mm-hmm. I Hello. learned how to say Happy Thanksgiving in Spanish yesterday. Yes. El, uh, happy Thanksgiving, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> Mexican. Amazingly enough, no. <laughs> <laughs> Feliz Dia... The action, gracias. Oh, happy day. Almost like the that. Because apparently they, they yep, don't yep. say Thanksgiving, so it's it's the action of giving thanks. Or hmm. why don't they why don't they celebrate Thanksgiving in Spain anyway? What have they got against? Because they didn't have pilgrims who could steal the the corn pudding from the Native Americans. Okay, help me out. <laughs> I've been watching, uh, <laughs> I guess, a lot of. Um, Bewitched. Ah, and the new one. <laughs> no, no, the old one. Okay, hey, good. There's a new oh, one. That's right. The, the new one, the, the Sabrina thing. Oh, that's how. Oh, yeah. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah. And it's actually pretty good. But they have on their kitchen wall a poster for corn pudding, and I'm like, is that just cream corn? What's corn pudding? No, it's chili pudding. It's pudding. You need corn. You need yes, but start with cream corn, don't you? Everything sweet a pudding. So it's I don't. Nummy, know nummy, nummy, nummy. No, because it's got egg in, eggs in it. Egg in, uh-huh. egg in. <laughs> it's got egg it's in. It's got egg in. Yeah, you got corn in there too, and you got some cream corn going on there, and you put some eggs in there, and, and maybe there might be some condensed milk, I'm not sure. And you whomp it all up, and you cook it in the oven, you bake it, and it's like a little custardy thing. Mm, nom, 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 nom. Oh, okay. Merci. Merci. Almost got a cornbread consistency, almost, but it's. I do love cornbread. The same thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, but there's actual chunks of corn in it. Mm. 
which yeah, I love it. I've, hmm. it's, it's good stuff. It's nummy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I have never experienced this culinary <laughs> delight. Dude, you got cookbooks in the interwebs? Dig it up and make some. Yeah, I had some. I had been eating it for a long time before I found out it was called corn pudding. Bewitched, huh? Yeah, bewitched. Nikki, you remember those chick tracks we were telling you about that went came <laughs> down on every damn thing? <laughs> oh, chick tracks! Do they have one about bewitched too? Well, sure. it's not. A, I don't know that it's about bewitched, but I remember seeing one, and this was like like when I first got introduced to it because there was people floating around that were passing them out in the seventies, you know. Rest in power, check check. Oh I, right, right. Yeah, that's right. I right. remember those now. The yes. first page before he even got into whatever his subject was, the first page depicted Satan on his throne, watching <laughs> bewitched, and <laughs> cackling with delight that it was so innocent and disarming. Yes. <laughs> and I, I saw like that. The, I, like, I just love the image of Satan watching bewitched and laughing at it that just cracks me up for some yeah reason. because so, of course you know it was lulling the masses into considering witchcraft and all that kind of thing as a harmless uh, amusing delight when of course yeah. it was meant to subvert the mind into thinking that satan worship was uh, harmless and funny and worthy of a sitcom much like harry potter <laughs> exactly oh god and the game we're about to play and ah, yeah, exactly, yep. but that was yeah. That's what reminded. Uh, that's the that's the ground we covered with Nikki when we piled and piled and piled, piled all that many, stuff many on things. top of you. I had wow. an acquaintance who was. We got onto the seat. She was raising her child, and and she said, "I don't How let my." She? I know. I know. Well, she said, "I don't let my son. I'm not let, let my son read or watch Harry Potter." And I said, "Why?" Well, I don't it's want him. I don't want him thinking that those spells are real and I just let it go because I didn't want to get into a big stupid argument like, but yo, my first you, thought was kid dumb <laughs> well no my first thought was just let him try to cast one see what happens I think he'll cure his, uh, his illusions real quick and that's what Satan wants God stand in front of the television and said uh, hello look at me look me in the eyes spells aren't real got it <laughs> Okay. Okay. Very yeah. good. Well, now watch the movie. <laughs> Those spells weren't real. You need the Necromicon. Yeah, the Necromicon. I want to do that convention. The Necromicon. It's the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. I know what I'm doing for my next Halloween one-shot. The Necronomicon. I can't even say it. If I can't say it, we can't play it, damn it. <laughs> but can we play cat people so then it can be the Necrocron and <laughs> oh, oh. Necrocron and Omicomicon? Is that what wow. you wow. You've been practicing. That's no. not fair. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, God, kill me. <laughs> Sorry, I got mute. As you command, my lord. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fabulous. If you can say, if you can say, Scaramouche, can you do the Fandango? Will you do the that Fandango? Can play. I can say that. Fandango. Do they go into any detail in that movie as to Thunderbolts and Lightning? The Where the hell that song came yeah. out of? Yeah. What's Galileo. That? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess I so. <laughs> Although, given a choice between that, 
between listening to that being played 15 to 16 times an hour, which it was, yeah, when it came out, or everybody had to learn it. Or I mean, that's the only way. Bye bye, Miss American Pie, 15 oh, to 16 uh, times an hour. That was the worst. Oh Hello. man. Hello. Hello. But you know it, don't you? Because thanks to them playing it 15 times <gasps> an hour. Everyone oh can God. sing along. Ready? Here we I can. T- I can sing that total song. This American pie. You know it. I woke up in a bathroom slid open from throat to my thigh. <laughs> Songs are depressing. I wish I could die. <laughs> oh, is that what the words were? Damn. <laughs> Auntie Ed knows. Uh, Auntie Ed knows um, Alice's restaurant from start to finish. By oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know start to finish, but I can join in with a fair amount. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the right time of year for that, too. Exactly. Yep. Every Thanksgiving, somewhere, somehow, she's reciting it you know, out loud and can. <sighs> including, the, including the bit at the end all the way up until he's jumping up and down saying, Kill, kill. <laughs> Baby birds in my teeth. <laughs> all of it. All of it. God, that thing is And we all... Glorious. It all came, slid, what is it, slid back over on the group W bench? <laughs> we had a fine time playing with the pencils. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just heard that when we were doing our Dresden game, and I was trying to unsuccessfully to find a good uh, loop. Oh, yeah, I think I found you an instrumental version. Yes, yeah, you did, and that's where I finally got the, uh, the loop for whenever we go into Alistair's restaurant, but... <laughs> oh, nice! In my search, a... <laughs> I, I had a chance to hear the entire twenty-minute thing or whatever, oh, and I was like, yes. "Wow, yeah. I can totally see why this is a classic. This is hilarious!" And <laughs> yeah. my yeah, one wow. claim to six degrees of separation to fame is <clears throat> I was in college and friendly-ish. We weren't super close friends, but we were friendly-ish um, with a girl who's. Um, Godfather was Arlo Guthrie. Nice. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of groovy. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. How you doing, Erica? I'm good. Awesome. I'm good. Are, you all, are you guys all set for tomorrow? You've been cooking like fiends mm-hmm. too, right? Uh, yep. No, I got to make a macaroni and cheese for Stormy in the morning. So mm. that's, uh, that's what we're doing. So, But everything else is done. Huzzah. Huzzah. Exactly. Feasting well commenced on schedule. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to miss it this year. It makes me mad. Why? Because I got sick with the flu yesterday. Oh, oh, uh, how are you uh, feeling? Are you better? Well, or are you I've just clinging from, on so you can be here tonight? A little of both. I've gone from, if I have to take the occasional quick, be right back! You, you'll know <laughs> why. Well, well, we've yeah. all been there, brother. Or a little pookamook. Do you but, have a nice uh, hot toddy there with you? No, I've got been... That's I've hot been, toddy, not hot seatoddy. Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going through a lot of... Vita- I'd, I'd vita- move on to the Gatorade. Ginger ale's nice, too. I went from yeah. achy, so achy I felt like I wanted to die yesterday, to being just clammy today. So I think oh, that's progress. You're winning. Yeah, I think you so. You're showing it who's ladder. boss. Soon you'll be a crustacean. <laughs> yeah, but, if I, but even if I get over it by tomorrow, I don't feel comfortable going to other people's houses and possibly Just spreading fucking cough. Yeah. all over them. So. <laughs> you know, I really recommend staying home if you've got something like that. 
Look, yeah. if it was in the true spirit of Thanksgiving, of you'd be spreading <laughs> disease to unsuspecting people anyway. That's true. You know, who how do they, they don't know it's from me. It's not like I'm going to have a sign on my forehead that says, I have the flu. Um, you know, I think it's your, your gray, clammy skin and yeah, kind of miserable demeanor will kind of give you away. She you know, going to celebrate land theft and genocide, at least do it by spreading viruses. <laughs> and it's also, it's not like they strap a sneeze guard in front of their kids either, you know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, people bring those things everywhere, and they are so cruddy. With all oh, of God, food. I know. They just want to put the them in a day. plastic bag when they walk into your house. Oh, God. <laughs> I was at Burger King, and they have the napkin dispenser, for some reason, mounted at... Um, it's like exactly... I, I don't know how else to put it. It's like exactly dick-ite. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not... I, you I were trying they, to find a classy way to put that, weren't you? <laughs> I mean, and you succeeded admirably. It's not waist height, and it's mounted right in the center of the register <laughs> counter. So you're standing up and talking to the person, and there's just napkins just in front of your dick. Like, this is... This, so, can we move it to one side? Can we, so, this is so weird. And... I order my food and I step off to the side. Carefully, <laughs> with like bowed in, in a yeah. semicircle. Because <laughs> I'm not a monster. I move, I move off to the side. And uh, a, a man with his, uh, with his child comes up. The child latches onto the metal frame of the um, napkin dispenser, leans into it, and then open mouth what I heard a comedian describe as Skeletor cough. Oh, no. <laughs> the kid sounds like a commercial for all the diseases that are coming back now, you know? Oh, my <laughs> like God. For vaccinating Small your pox. kid against Yeah, like, it's like a lung-rattling, oh. like, multi-level. Oh. At like, that point, did you just leave the Burger King? You're like, I'm done. I'm done like, here. <laughs> open mouth right into the napkin dispenser. I'm like, well, I'm oh. not using those mm. <laughs> I feel like this Burger King's going to be on the news in a few weeks when this <laughs> <is done. laughs> and the parent just embarrassingly nods towards the cashier sorry he's got the ague <laughs> yes, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like a cough from a Jane Austen novel. Oh, oh wow, that's a cough. <laughs> just beautiful. Wow. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of tuberculosis, I'm going to go back to my husband. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> You're going to go what? where? I'm well. I'm going to give you back to my husband, and I'm going to go sit on the couch. Oh, well, uh, just it's be good that to know traditional values are still alive in some places. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then we'll rave in your general direction, okay? Oh, fantastic. I love it. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Take it easy. She's Bye. Gonna... Always a delight. Sit yep. demurely on Sorry. the couch and throw frozen milk, but milk duds at the back of his head while he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just pulled the cheesecakes out of the oven. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go to your house for Thanksgiving, even though I, I can't, because you know I have the I have the flu, so I might. I, I, You're I gonna FedEx them overnight to us, yes? Uh, we both had our flu shot. Oh, that's just five dollars for Jander's pockets. Com- completely side, because God knows we've been on a focused. Uh, conversation. Yeah, what do you think this is a social occasion? <laughs> <laughs> We're, We're here to discuss lumbago. I, just, I saw a really cool movie last night that my that Minissa introduced me to, which I 
knew about, but I'd forgotten about and I'd never seen, which was Billy Jack. Yes. Oh yes, I, I love that I fucking movie. That, movie. That oh my god, I it's completely violent. What was and it? Over I heard Billy and, Jack and something as Kick Ass. Big Kick, Kick Ass. ass. Okay. Oh yes. yeah, that Kick, one. Kick Ass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Kick Ass? If you want to see why I'm not a father, just watch the film. <laughs> Okay. I swear to God, that's how I would raise my child. <laughs> wow. Oh, I think, I mean, I can see why people were kind of up in arms about that character, but I thought she was awesome. I'm like, I don't even care about this other guy. I want to see a movie about Nick Cage and the girl. Just I, I think all the time, and I don't want to give away spoilers here, so, you know, we won't go into the details, but I, I think once a month, I hope my last words are something along the lines of, now switch to kryptonite. <laughs> oh, God. Just beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I may be, I may be uh, buying that movie. I definitely was, did. Oh, man. It was good. I was not sure what to expect. Because I was afraid there was, when, when I heard the controversy about it, I was, af- and I'm, I don't care about giving this spoiler away because it, it's something that doesn't happen that I was afraid was going to. Mm. And, if I can set people's mind at ease who might otherwise see this movie, I was afraid because I knew about the girl and I knew that she, she was like, I, I didn't know in what capacity. I, it was different from how I thought it was, but I knew she worked with this with the guy in some form. And I was afraid there was going to be some scene where they caught her and were torturing her or something. And I'm like, I don't need to see that shit. I don't. I just don't need to see it because I heard it got it had it was a it had dark places in it the movie, mm. and that was what I thought they were alluding to. And I was wrong, and I'm very glad I was wrong. Well, and the uh, dark places are mostly violent. Yes, but they don't involve and almost always in violence, a, like yeah. they're doing the ass kicking. Appropriate violence. The only, almost always when you introduce a female character, she has to be um, killed or hurt in order to motivate the man, and that's why she's there. Right, and this yeah. not the case. Not the case here. The only time. This, I doing, think, yeah. I think beyond that, that's going to get too much. Yeah, that's true. Damn it. Yeah. All right. I will just say uh, she, earned, yep. she earned the any any struggles that she. By the time we get to that point, they they were because, yeah, she had yeah. her her turn. It's oh. a tough. I liked yeah. it a lot. Uh, yeah, along I, those lines, though, it's a book, not a movie. But I stumbled across something called. This body is not big enough for the both of us. By <laughs> Edgar like Cantero. Edgar Cantero is a fairly youngish novelist. It was so unusual, so funny, so dark in a really funny way. <laughs> and mm. so like, what the hell did I just read? What? <laughs> oh, I know that name because he wrote I, a book, I think it's him, called Meddling Kids. That yes, I yes. Read. I haven't read also. that one yet. I did get another one out of the library um, by him, where'd it go, called The Supernatural Enhancements, but I haven't started it yet. Hmm. If If you can find it, I would so recommend it because we're all weird enough. I think that you all would get a huge kick out of this very silly, what the hell did I just read book. So, awesome. <laughs> is it fun weird or is it naked lunch weird? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's fun weird, but his writing, his writing style was also, it really, really caught me because it's, it's not a pedestrian in any way, shape or form, hmm. but it's highly entertaining. 
highly entertaining. And it goes places you're like, woo! <laughs> but parts of it were, were truly just laugh out loud funny as far as I was concerned. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's not a film yet. We could make it one. Let's start, do a kickstart and get some money and make this yeah. film. <laughs> Somebody will do it. But don't but if you if you all are keeping a little book list somewhere, you might want to look into it. Just so folks don't have to rewind, it's called what? <clears throat> this Body's Not Big Enough for Both of Us, Okey a dokey. novel by Edgar, E-D-G-A-R, Cantero, C-A-N-T-E-R-O. Edgar and the Singer. Next game night, I'll give <laughs> I'll give a review of the Supernatural Enhancements, which is the next one I'm going to read. That's the life story of that weightlifter you massaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, no. <laughs> Subtitle. That, that would be Subnatural Enhancements. <laughs> hmm. Wow. This is what happens when we miss, uh, like, two sessions. We have a lot to catch <laughs> stuff. up on. We all have yeah. a lot of stuff to, to deal with and catch up on and, 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 and stuff. And that's yeah. excellent. That's fine. I agree. I like it. It's keen. No, I'm you're keen. <laughs> no, you, your, your face is keen. <laughs> Thank you. Wait a minute. That didn't come out right. <laughs> Wow! All right, so that's uh, uh, so. So there's that. I, I um, there was listener feedback from one listener who requested specifically that uh, I uh, that we not read the feedback on the show. Okay, and fair enough. Sadly, I did not get back to this listener, and I will forward that uh, email to everyone as I should we have done. We will read it silently to ourselves. <laughs> On air, and I, sh- I, sh- I should have done it like first thing off the bat. And as I was looking, I was I found it, and I was like, "Oh crap! Yeah, I didn't send this to anybody." But uh, that, you know, that's... they're absolutely right. <laughs> we could read it silently to ourselves and just have the girl from Ipanema playing in the background or in the foreground, actually. There you go. Well, I'm going to go take my pills. <laughs> or, that, or like Carmen Miranda's Ghost is Haunting Space Station 3, something like that. <laughs> or the or the Dawn of the Dead. Was it Dawn of the Dead? The, the yeah. The, uh, the mall music. The mall yeah. music, yeah. So, um, Love that. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, uh that's something I should put on the mood music page. What? That, oh God! Uh, that the mall music. Yeah. More insane than we already are. Sure. Why not? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> are the options for that and and the uh, Holy Grail um, intermission music. Remix both of them. <laughs> it's a mashup. <laughs> oh man. I don't think you can make that work exactly. Uh, I don't think so either. That's but. what Audacity's for. Oh yeah, baby! Uh-huh. Just put one on one track, one on the other, and mix them down into mono, and there you, wah, there wah, you have it. Wah. Something total you, cacophony. You can't listen to like for more than a minute. Wow! Nobody try that at home, please. I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> I've uh, I've I've played uh, with a thing, or I tried a thing that I saw on YouTube. It's always dangerous when I watch YouTube because I see these things. It goes, "Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm going to try it." Mm-hmm. So I tried it anyway. Um, 
the uh, the idea of uh, uh, substituting minis. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you if you got a game grid with the one inch squares, uh, rather than um, rather than buying minis and painting them and doing the traditional route that uh, is an outrageous amount of fun but extremely expensive and tough to transport. Um, I, I'm I'm trying to remember who it was that uh, was doing. I think it was WSD twenty was D twenty something like that mm-hmm. was D. Uh, fellow was uh, fellow needed a, a bunch of uh, goblins or something or or some creature that he had to have a, a whole bunch of dire rats or something, and uh, he didn't have any minis. So uh, I'm going to put some links in the show notes for this episode for uh, three different things. He used M and M's, right? Nope. No. One, it's a uh, uh, one is a is a site called. Uh, um, I think it's called Token Stamp. Oh, <laughs> and uh, all, all it is essentially, all you, you find a piece of artwork that you think, "Wow, this face or this creature or this whatever, this visual representation." And Lord knows, if you went to Google Image Search, you'd never be able to find any pictures of D and D characters at all. <clears throat> I mean, beyond the first two, two or three hundred. Mm. Um, you, you go ahead and you find one of them pictures and you think, ooh, I'd like to play this character. You, you import it, you download it, you import it into uh, Token Stamp, and it makes a little circular disc-shaped representation of that uh, that face. You frame it up nice and download it, and you got this perfectly circular disc. And I think primarily it's meant for, like, uh, Roll20 and stuff like that. But... If you size the thing to one inch, and you set it up on a eight and a half by eleven inch piece of paper with all the other ones that you've made from this free site called Token Stamp, you can fit sixty three of them on a page. And if you combine that with a little tiny handheld tool called uh, Circle Cutter that Fiskar has put out, puts out that cuts a perfect one inch circle out of a piece of paper. Uh, allowing you to line it up in this little uh, circular thing where you slip the paper in and you see, oh, okay, it's going to cut this out. I click, it cut it out. And then you get flat washers, one inch, one inch, also called, also known as fender washers, that are one inch. Um, you can get a little glue stick, glue the back of the paper, glue the fender washer, put them together. you got a pretty usable flat little mini of the character. Instead of a, instead of a, a regular three dimensional traditional statuesque, statuesque tiny little thing, and uh, you combine that with the fact that you can get sixty three on them, you can get a hundred of these flat washers for twelve bucks. Um, I just know, of course, for me to know that I, I of course didn't go to Amazon and order anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and and. And on top of that, to make them portable, just so that you're not like you don't have a pocket full of the damn things and you have to sort through them. I thought, well, what's the best way to store these things? And apparently, there's like these things called coin collectors out there that like collect coins, mm-hmm. and they've been around for a while. And they use these. They're crazy people. I mean, who the hell would collect coins or <laughs> stamps or anything like that? Anyway, uh, they got these plastic sleeves where you can like fit. A whole sleeve 
of these minis in them as if they were coins and flip through them and it's like, oh, I think I'd like to play that character and just pull that mini out or that mm. flat disc out. Very portable, uh, way, way cheaper than minis. Not quite the same look or feel like at all, but, you know, in That's a pinch. Cool. Better than penny. In a yeah. pinch, it's better than a penny, and you can just mm. select the, uh, the like, close-up of the face of the character you want to play. Plus, of course, the monsters, you know, cut them out with a little uh, distance. So I'll put the links into the tool that cuts the circle and that token token stamp site. And uh, and uh, What I'm hearing is Adam found a new toy. I found a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I've actually to, to be to be fair and honest, I have not had time to do it. Other than three, mm. I've glued three little paper discs to three of the uh, um, fender washers, and it's like, oh, it works. Okay, now I know. You know the concept. Um, the concept is sound, so I can at least say something about it. But one day I'll actually have time to do all the ones that I that uh, I printed. And that's my, my little uh, my little addition to the pregame banter. And now I'm done. Me. So, <coughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, and we... <laughs> Hello! That was scary. He's just Hello. as good at it this year as he was last year. <laughs> Damn, I haven't improved. i got to up my first <laughs> I'm, uh, Six months in the wild with a herd of turkeys for nothing. I became one of them. <laughs> I'm starting my new age D and D music in the background here, just uh, to get us back into stuff. If if Sweet. folks are yeah. if folks are ready to begin, I know it's not eight thirty yet. It's only I'm five ready. to eight, but we can we can try and resume this crazy bizarre gotta, adventure. Got to start sometime. Yeah. So. uh so uh, let's uh, let's try getting into it now. We'll uh, we'll we'll start with kind of a kind of an orientation sum up because folks have been missing and uh, or or folks have been confused by my um, somewhat muddy uh, uh, description of the of the characters involved as so far as what's going on around the strangers. Let's just go with the story thus far. And I'm going to make this up as I, well, try to recall it as I go. <laughs> All stories are made up. All stories are made up. Here we are. Uh, the, the strangers are geographically in Ditrine. Ditrine is the central city of uh, the, the land of Quincunx. It's the trade hub right smack in the middle of two mountain ranges. And uh, all the other four major cities on Quincunx had to pass through Ditrine in order to do effective trading with each other. So anyway, yeah, they're they're there. They're in the big city. Way back when, in uh, in Seifkurse, I think it was, uh, on the same evening that uh, that Crowthu managed to catch a halfling thief in his sleep and just held onto his head in one hand while he continued snoring. <laughs> <laughs> the, the very same night that uh, nothing happened to Argante, but the next morning she woke up uh, refreshed and met Dizziac's Splendor and had a nice breakfast with her. Uh, the same evening that Bone Steel also uh, had an uneventful night, sleeping curled up on the uh, blankets in front of the on the uh, room side of 
his, uh, his uh, room side of the door in his room. Uh, same night that Cuddy had mm. his nightmare mm. about carrying the running as a child through the uh, bright daytime woods with a flute oh, in his yes, hand. Right. Bone Steel woke up to find Thieves Cant uh, scratched inside his still locked door. The Brotherhood will be after you in Ditrine. That was way back in Seep Curse. The Brotherhood is uh, actually the name of the Assassin's Guild in Ditrine. Kind of a key point that may have been glossed over or left out in I'm some sure of Blimey my other. Put it at the top of his notes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So yes, the wait, wait, wait! I missed that. The what was the what's it? The Brotherhood will be the Brotherhood will be after you and die trying. Yes. So he had a thieves can't warning way back in Seep Curse. Oh, way back. Okay. Yeah. Presently, uh, in Dietrine, uh, there have been at least uh, there have been two attempts from uh, two half-hearted attempts, kind of probing the waters attempts with their uh, uh, least skilled, just to see uh, what kind of metal they were up against, and maybe they'd get lucky, but you know, and give these poor noobs something to do and see if they come away from it alive. They did. Uh, they they both of them did actually. <laughs> oh, that's right, but but. They didn't uh, they didn't get you. That's right. That's the important part. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, in by trying, two attempts were made, and uh, so the Brotherhood, the Assassins, are one faction. The Thieves Guild are another faction um, who contacted uh, contacted uh, Bone Steel to let him know uh, that an attempt was going to be made to rescue. A an imposter bone steel that was uh, incarcerated or at least held uh, somewhere before the execution that was to happen uh, in a couple of days. Um, the strangers, after performing several other side quests and feats of uh, uh, feats of impressive heroism to other folks um, in Dietrich, notably the uh, uh, notably a friend of the innkeeper. And the innkeeper himself, and uh, per and uh, enlisting the services of the nearby monastery. Um, the monastery of Stillwater um, have come around to uh, the actual task of rescuing a young man that was taken off the taken off the streets arbitrarily and is going to be uh, passed off as this bone steel character. So, uh, attending the meeting with the Thieves' Guild and the Brotherhood, the Assassins, they discovered that both of these guilds, both of these organizations, while normally are happy to carry out whatever businesses they, they like to carry out, have smelled a rat in uh, the coincidence of this uh, bone steel charade, this uh, public fog of rumor and bullshit coming from the city... Uh, city leadership, uh, which neither organization uh, holds in very high regard or esteem, um, have come together briefly to keep themselves from being played against each other as they have been in the past, and perhaps get to the bottom of where there might be more gold than has been offered for the death and body of bone steel, 
or to find out that there is no coincidence, there's nothing fishy going on, and uh, they should just uh, part, be professional, uh, while the Thieves' Guild steps aside and the assassins carry out their contract on bone steel. You were informed that the young man was being held on the estate of Lord Hospinger, one of the wealthier, um, wealth, uh, one of the wealthier denizens of Dytrine, and uh, you, you, uh, you, as the strangers, took up the challenge of invading this this uh, individual's estate to recover the young man, and uh, after. Uh, being led there in a brief uh, a brief scouting interlude by bone steel uh, the entire party managed to get over uh, an easy part of the wall into the garden area of uh, the mansion mansion estate and suddenly found yourselves face to face with at the, at the very least two wild creatures that have been stirred up by you're uh, you're entering the grounds. That is uh, that is probably the briefest I've been in describing <laughs> as much as I've <laughs> tried to describe. Um, and so, Bone Steel is up in a tree, and slightly above him uh, seems to be uh, one of these creatures, a six-legged, very large panther-like uh, animal with uh, two very long snake-like tentacles coming out of its back. And uh, the rest of the party all are within 30 feet of uh, another one. No big secret here, folks. Uh, anybody listening um, probably knows it's they're both displacer beasts. And uh, the characters themselves are about to discover just what that means. Mm. It, um, because it's likely that they haven't come across one of these things yet up close and personal. One of them leaped in. Uh, one of them leaped towards uh, where the rest of the group was, um, took its stance, and now it's time to roll initiative. Wow! Yeah. Already. If I unless <laughs> unless somebody wants to add uh, to what the the uh, the description that I gave, oh. if I left anything out. <laughs> But uh, I'll ask I'll ask one at a time in alphabetical order what you folks got. Can you refresh uh, us exactly what our positions are? You are within thirty feet of uh, the second um, uh, beast, and uh, also within thirty feet of the tree that Bone Steel is is up against. So he's the only one in the tree. He is. Uh, he was the only one that was up in the tree. You know, oh. with uh, with one right up in his. Uh, well, above him, in his face. Um, that die is fired. That could that could be mm. problematic. Oh dear! The, you I know, fired the, the horse catcher. In my simulation, you also rolled low. So sorry to hear that it carried over. In alphabetical order, I'll ask Gargante. Have I got Argante, or are you muted? No, couldn't you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to adjust your headset, Adam. <laughs> I imagine I must, yes. Your silence said everything. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, sorry. Busted, busted. Um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> I, got, I got a 14. A 14 total? 
<clears throat> oh, no, crap. Of course not. I did not add anything up. I'm like, no, I got 14. In your then, case, you would add then, a 3 to it. Then I got 17. You got a 17. Excellent. That's Argante with 17. I need to find a way to pull my sheet up at the same time. Sorry. you got to get your sheet together. Right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> Next up, alphabetically, bone steel, please. 16, my brother. 16 total, yes? Yep. All right, bone steel, 16. I have my sheet together. Yeah. <laughs> Watch next. your mouth. Yeah. I'm about my sheet. Next, almost almost afraid to ask, Krothu. <laughs> well, my initiative stat on there is a plus one. Mm-hmm. That gives me a total of two. Ooh. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Kick All ass, right. friend. Kick ass. <laughs> well, you, hey, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes it, uh, who knows, it could work out. Sometimes uh, you get the, the, the initiative, sometimes the initiative gets you. That's right. <laughs> and no matter where you fall on this list, it's still possible that you are the one that's going to do in the last creature. Uh, Next up in alphabetical order, Cuddy, please. A uh, total of 15. A total of 15. Okay. Right, Cuddy, see Fifteen, and uh, finally Rogar, please. Grand total six. Grand total of six. I was hoping I'd go last, but I had to be undercutted. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, top of the initiative. <laughs> I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Top of the initiative order is Argante. Argante, if you would please roll me oh, a d20. Bugger. No, I hate going first. Wait, you're I not going it. first. Got, you're rolling me. You're ro- You're not going first. <laughs> you're rolling me a d20 so I can get the uh, so I can get the uh, initiative of the uh, creatures. Oh, okay. Uh, they got no initiative whatsoever. I'm pretty sure they got. Oh crap. He got 14 as well. 14. Rather indecisive. I doubt they have much in the way of initiative. Well, now they got 14 plus whatever they got as monsters. In the movie, they're both voiced as by Woody Allen. Mmm. Good. I like it. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> okay. I'm they scamper off and marry my daughter. You know, I was talking to my Uncle Byron about this, and I just don't understand. No! <laughs> 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 Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, that was, uh, yeah, that we'll call that one the ground level uh, displacer beast and uh, name it Punch. I like it. And that gives it uh, that gives it a sixteen because they got a plus two dex. Shit, B- shit, shit. Big oh, mystery. Tell me. Sorry. Well, and uh, next down in the. You need to be a little upset about something. <laughs> well. What's the matter? I I rolled too high for them. It's not like you did it on purpose. It's just initiative. It's just initiative. It's just an initiative. It sucks. It's things to come. It's all brute. That's right. Next down in the initiative order is uh, Bone Steel. And if you would please roll me a d20 for the other one. Yeah, and try to do it right. Right? Yeah. Don't just blow it up like Nikki. Ugh, stinky <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> Oh, I did actually worse than Nikki. I got a 19. Oh, son of a bitch. Now it's really rude. 19. I have a a, a D20 over here that actually has two ones on it. Do you want me to roll that instead? (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't hurt. 
Is that the one you rolled when you rolled your own initiative? No, it isn't. Over at the at the side over there, I, I actually got them with the uh, with the play dirty Kickstarter that John uh, well back. Oh, that's funny. Well, these yeah. uh, these suckers have a plus two initiative, um, so that gives them uh, that gives them. Um, oh man! Wow! I just kicked in my battle music. <laughs> Really loud. <laughs> that was really loud. Okay, that that's better. Toning that down a little bit. Um, uh, I put on kick them in the fork again because I just like that one. <laughs> kick them in the spoon has those uh, spikes in it that are just way too loud overall. All right, so that's fine. Um, folks, you're going to have to keep me honest and keep me on track because there's a lot to keep track of with these uh, crazy creatures. Yeah. Um, the thing about there this place, that's true. There's only two of them, but they got some funky skills here. Can we yeah. just say that we won and move on. <laughs> yeah, I just realized they're called displacer beasts, which means there's probably some form of teleportation going I'm, on. Oh, I'm, not quite. You'll, you'll see. I'm familiar with these things from from back in first edition, and uh, almost. Yeah. 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 Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah. Okay. The, the, I have to reveal. Give it away now. I have to reveal. Give it to your papa. What you got? You gotta give it to your mama. Oh, <laughs> this is cool. We didn't derail until after initiative was rolled. <laughs> no. getting so much better. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> now, uh, for mechanics' sake, I have to reveal at least something about this creature that uh, is going to take you guys by surprise. Right. Um, the, as displacer beasts, what beasts? What they have is uh, an innate natural ability to project themselves visually elsewhere from where they actually are hmm. um, and that can be like uh, one to two feet to the right one to two feet to the left maybe a little higher maybe a little lower kind of like when you try to you know stab fish in the water uh, yeah. the way you do yeah. the way you do you know when people you're often vegetables exactly when you're harvesting vegetables <laughs> oh god <laughs> no, what we really need is a 50 pound sack of flour that we yeah. can just strew around so we can see where it's from. Doesn't help. Actually, can they? Yeah, can they? Can they Can they project things that are attached to them? Uh, their entire form, apparently, in whatever well, shape they happen to be yeah. in. Well, no, their entire projected. form. But if yeah. I stick a, uh, maybe something we have to work find out them. after we yeah, find let's, out. Okay, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, the javelin because we don't won't. even know this thing. This right. Yeah. Right. The bottom line is, it's the, the reason I, I tell you that is because the roll mechanic changes. When you go to attack one of these things, you attack at disadvantage. Sweet. Oh. So, yeah. And We're that's not when. Using that are we? No, you're not. And and the thing is, you won't be getting straight rolls without disadvantage until you go uh, pack tactics on them. Like if two gang up on one. Right. And you apply the pack tactics that I that I set you guys up with from the very beginning. Right. Then you're just doing straight rolls. You're not rolling with advantage. We're dead. We're dead. This, or that, if this, it comes get down our coffin spot now because we're dead. Or, <laughs> or if, if it all comes comes down to it, we get our get our like candy canes out and we play like the Ghostbusters in in that ballroom. Freaking mm. Start randomly firing. Yeah. Pretty much. Hey, that's not a bad idea, Mark. The candy canes have auto hit. They're gonna hit 
and they don't care what the form project says. A brilliant move. That's they right. might. N- yeah. Nothing in the nothing in the stat block that says they can cast shield. So yeah, they're gonna get it. And I've yeah. got eight of those charges left. I may not have any left. I'm just in time for next Christmas, and we can hit up Santa for another candy cane. <laughs> 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 I had those things from us all year. <laughs> telling you. Yeah. What do I have so, left? Uh, I've only got four left. Crap! Well, the other thing to note also, and uh, I'll just tell you this now to save some time, is if they are hit, and this is the part that I'm going to have trouble... Now, I'm going to have trouble keeping track of this because I'm, I'm really scatterbrained when we get deep, in, deep into this. If they're hit, they lose their Displacer Beast uh, ability until the end of their next turn. So you don't roll with this with disadvantage or uh, when you attack them if they've been hit until oh, the end God of their sake. next turn. I'm telling you, it's like... Well, seeing as how you do I realize you brought this all on yourself, sir. I blame oh, me. <laughs> I blame <laughs> me. I'm Seeing sorry, go ahead. As, as how I'm not really going to be doing anything until the end of the turn anyway, I will help you keep track. That would be you very appreciated. Thank any you. number of monsters from the Monster Manual. I don't know why I'm using this quasi-accent. Because this I one looks... Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, that is not so Woody cool. Allen. But, so... uh, no, it's probably from watching Kick-Ass, and all these guys have the, hey, hey, I'm going to... Yeah, they had the, it's the uh, mafia thing going on. Is tonight the night we go rogue and we just throw the rule book into the fireplace and just go to it? I don't think so. I think uh, I think the one. <laughs> I, I think the one book here in case we do. And let's see, what were their names again, Adam? So I can Punch and Judy. The, Punch and Judy. Uh-huh. Punch is the one up in the in Punch is the one up in the tree, or is he the one on the ground? I had uh, I had Judy. Yeah, Punch is on the Punch ground. On I had Judy up in the tree. Okay. And uh, in the tree with the Judy, Judy, Judy. Top of the initiative order is Judy with a 21, and Judy's going to go ahead and uh, roll her attacks on Bone Steel. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Okay, uh, let's see. A three plus, what does she get? It was nice knowing you, Bone Steel. Three to nine. A nine does not hit Bone Steel. That's the first attack. She whipped one of her uh, one of her tentacles in his direction, but uh, a twelve plus six is eighteen. Eighteen. That gets me. That gets you. Oh dear. Oh, All right. No. So we get we get what a six and a three is a nine plus four. Can you do that? Wow. Will, Wilhelm scream that they have in all the movies. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid uh, uh, with the, with the second attack, uh, having hit Bone Steel, Judy does 13 points of damage. Holy what? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it's a holiday, right? You're killing us off on a holiday. I hope you're happy. I'm That's just saying. Think about what this holiday celebrates. Right. Yeah. You know, damn it, You know, if you were, were getting turkeys. sick of if you were getting sick of running D and D, all you say you wanted a break. Hello. Yeah. I love. You. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that your characters are discovering now as they get two attacks, and uh, Bone Steel sure found out. Wow! All right, so wow. uh, and it does, yeah, it does, uh, it does a D six uh, plus four bludgeoning, and then a D six uh, for piercing. So uh, that was uh, bad news first turn to the top of the initial order for Judy. However, Judy is going to elect. Uh, they've got a minus. Uh, what do they got? They got a minus two intelligence. Um, 
and, which is weird because all the rest of the description they give of it is how cunning they are. It's like, but they're um, basically stoops. Oh, but they have higher wisdom. They have, yeah, you can be cunning yeah. without being Yeah, cunning smart. is not the same. Are they just yeah. eating yeah. machines? That's Donald, Donald Trump. Anyway. They you hide behind a shrub and you say, clever girl, as it like tries to eat your face off. Right. Well, it uh, it wants more than just bone steel, and it also wants more mobility than just being up in the tree that it happened to perch itself in to watch you guys. So it's going to leap out of the tree down to the ground, and because of that, bone steel gets an attack of opportunity. Ah, good. Okay, candy cane. Here we go. Don't call me candy cane. All right, I'm <laughs> I'm doing the candy cane thing. Oh, yep. Well, that's going to be 44 plus 4. Yes, it is. Hot damn. Not fucking around with this thing. All right, um, first four, <laughs> let's see, 4. Eat hot candy canes. Seven. Sparkle glitter. See, that if you do that, then you can call me candy cane. 11. <laughs> 13, 14, 17. Holy shit. Take you that, show motherfucker. You showed his boss. Excuse me, that's bone steel. Take that, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) We're really earning our explicit tax. Leaping past bone steel out of the tree, this uh, overconfident jungle predator um, with a slightly magical bent to it, slightly bullshit, with a really magical bent to it and glowing evil eyes, suddenly uh, finds that uh, those four missiles are coming out of that candy cane and going... Right into its gut, take uh, doing uh, six, doing seventeen points of damage. Wow, not a bad attack of opportunity. Uh, um, so that was Bone Steel's reaction. All right, so that was Judy, and well done, Bone Steel. Next up in uh, next up in. That, I'm sorry. That, go ahead. Does that count as it, as it being hit by an attack, or or does that mean a like proper getting in and sorter or? Thank or, you, thank you very much. I mean, I mean, how are you ruling on that so much? I'm ruling that it was hit, and it didn't okay. say anything about how it was hit. It's like it got mm-hmm. hit. Too bad. Too bad for it. I'll put an asterisk next to it. So. So uh, yeah, there. Uh, this one, uh, Judy, on the ground now, uh, is no longer going. To, uh, no longer needs to be attacked with disadvantage. Uh, until the end of his next turn. Well done. Thank you for reminding me of that. Do we uh, see something that indicates that? Um, no, actually. Uh, what you gotcha. what you probably what you probably see is where you think it is, and since it's not displacing when you aim in that direction, you're more likely to hit it. Well, I mean, as our characters, we don't even necessarily know they are displacement. Displacement. Yeah, that's why I was asking. So we're going if there's for the like a flicker or anyway, right? something like that. That's, that's it would correct. probably be, be, be like. And it as, would reveal it to us. It would probably, if I can suggest something, possibly being something like you, you see Bone Steel firing the magic missiles, and they go a little bit off center from what we're seeing, and then as they mm-hmm. actually hit, what the the apparent displacer beast kind of shifts over to where the actual one is. Yeah. And all the missiles hit it. And that might be. So, but if you, we see this thing on the ground now, right? right. Yeah, if you see one, uh, well, you see Judy on the ground. You also see Punch on the ground. What you might also witness is something like uh, I don't know, a, like a flickering Princess Leia hologram. Yeah, where, that's what I was wondering about. Where it's like it flickering here, flickering there, maybe in a different location, and you're not really quite sure where this thing is. So that could be an indicator to you that uh, this thing is not your, uh, not your uh, average bear. Wait till we get to fight blink dogs. Oh, I don't want to fight a blink dog. I want one. <laughs> you guys are cool. 
Oh, they are right. cool. And if they were here now, they'd attack the thing on sight, from what I've been uh, reading about. Yeah. At any rate, okay, so next up in the initiative order is Argante. Who whips out her candy cane and blasts the thing on the ground. Which one? They're both Which, on the ground now. Yeah, the Judy one or Punch? They're writhing in pain. Oh, you want to hit Judy? Okay. Wounded one. <coughs> Try and take it out. All right. Well, uh, all right. So go ahead and roll 4d4 and then add 4. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> D4. Oh, I didn't get those set up. I'm sorry. Shall I roll for you? See, yes. she's holding a genuine actual candy cane rather than the die that she was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was playing with the D20s and I forgot about the D4s. Not a worry. They're all at the bottom of the bag. Everybody forgets about the lily D4. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh my god, like they truly are all hiding somewhere. Not a one. I found an eyeball. Uh, nine plus four, 13. There's one. Woohoo! Thank you, sir. Yep. Got one going. I'm sorry, did somebody roll for you? Yes. Yep, I rolled oh. for her, and she is. Judy is now 13 points. Further down. So an additional 13 points worth of damage from the magic uh, magic attack of the magic missiles. I'll take yep. one more out. And Judy is not digging this uh, this uh, Chris Kringle flavored uh, attack. Well, she's blue friggin' who for her. Welcome to the five. world, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Argata, you have as a bonus action. Uh, you you can uh, you can. Um, uh, you, uh, you can healing word, or you can inspire somebody, either for combat inspiration or regular DM and uh, um, healing word on bone steel. Thank you. I appreciate. Thank you, Lala. I appreciate that. Yes, as you should. You uh, only. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, sadly, you'll, you're going to need a D4 for that healing word. I got that. No, I pulled them out. I pulled them out. I will oh, use there you the, go. Happy, the happy healing purple one for you. It's amethyst. It is attuned to your chakra. Well, you just, just roll uh, one of them and add four. I didn't do for you, friend. I only rolled a one. I'm so sorry. Well, that's all right. That's you, rolled all right. A one on, you rolled a one on the D4? Yeah, one on the D4. Okay, and then you add four to that. So a total of five, which helps a tiny bit. Yeah, it's like All a right. band-aid. It's better than not. Uh, it's better than not getting the healing. All right, so that uh, that, that takes you thirteen roll, points really? of damage into to, into eight points of damage instead. Now there's a marble rolling around on the ground underfoot, ready to kill me. <laughs> it's better than a D four. Okay, so that was Argante's turn. Uh, unless you want, unless you would like to move, uh, and and. Um, get right up close and personal to one of these things. Why? Hell's no! All right. <laughs> no worries. Sounded sound tactic there. Thank you. All right, Bone. St- uh, next up in initiative order is Bone Steel. Well, the candy cane's been working, so uh, I knew I was saving these up for a reason. I'm gonna. I'm just, I, norm- sometimes I have been known to forsake the easy method and go for something which allows me to manipulate my environment or do something fun and pulpy. Screw that. <laughs> I'm using the candy cane again, so I'll just go ahead and roll my. Now, are you um, right. before? Are you going for punch or Judy? Uh, let's go for bow. Judy was the one that attacked you and jumped out yeah, of the tree. Punch so far is undamaged and let's hasn't go for punch. done anything. Alrighty. Okay. So four. <laughs> four. Ooh, nice. Keep going. Keep it going. 
11. 12. 16. 16. 16 damage. Um, mag- um, now Punch gets to ta- gets a taste of that magical holiday me- holiday medicine. A peppermint-flavored pain that uh, all of them come across when they uh, when they try to tangle with the strangers. All right. And that means that the displacement's off on both of them. Ooh, thank you. All right, a little asterisk next to punch. Very good. And now that I've taken right. my action, I need to go and take care of me. So I'll be right back. No worries. Asterisks. No worries. Okay, so that was Bone Steel uh, with a 16... Next up with a 16 is Punch. <clears throat> Let's see. All right. Punch is going to close with... I think he's going to close with... Uh, yeah, he's going to close in on the monks, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's going to roll a an attack on uh, Krothu. Okay. And he rolls a 2... Even with his uh, plus, that doesn't hit you. And then he's going to roll his other attack against Cuddy. And he rolls an 11. What is he? What does he got? A plus what to hit? Plus six to hit. 17. 18. 18. He misses as well. That uh, snake-like appendage whips over the head of Crowthu, who ducks, and uh, and just gets knocked quickly out of the way by Cuddy, who ducks and brings a, a wrist up in a crouching kung fu maneuver. Um, Punch did not do very well for his turn. Why was I worried about these guys? That was uh, that was Punch. He is up and in the face of two monks that now are in pack tactics with him. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> so you get uh, you don't get uh, uh, advantage, but you don't get disadvantage. You can do straight rolls. So mm-hmm. next up in the initiative order with a fifteen is Cuddy, please. Right. Okay, huh. I rolled an 8 plus 7, plus uh, 15. 15 is over this animal's armor class. Go ahead and yeah. roll damage. What uh, what I actually were you attacking with? Oh, by the quarter way? staff. Excellent. Yeah. D8. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, so that's uh, 6 plus 5, 11 points. Eleven points of damage with the, just the quarterstaff attack. All right, I'm um, going to spend the point of key. Excellent. Let's see. Uh, I don't have my thing handy. Key enables me to. Let's see. You should be able to do. If you spend the key, you should be able to do two unarmed strikes or some two. other thing. That's right. That's a flurry of blows, two strikes. There we go. Okay. okay. Uh, first one I rolled eleven plus seven is eighteen. That hits. And second one is 14. Seven is... Ooh, it's over 20, so that hits also. Absolutely. So, let's see. These are both unarmed attacks? Yes, sir. You'll roll a, a d4 and uh, and add your uh, add your strength modifier, I think. Oh, both Wait a minute. No, you can choose strength or dex. I've got your uh, attack bonus as a five, so... Yeah. Your damage bonus is a five. So yeah, so, roll a D four at a five. Four on both of them. So I think <laughs> that's eighteen. <laughs> eighteen more points of damage on punch. Yeah. All right. I forgot. Uh, I forgot they were up against lawnmowers again. 
Yeah. I, I was worried about these fuckers. Why was I worried about these fuckers? I was worried because they're what dangerous if they take us on one at a time. What, what yeah. are they called again? <laughs> Displacement what's-its? Displacer beasts. Displacer beasts. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, you were right the first time. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Why not? All right. Okay, so that was uh, Cuddy. Uh, that was your uh, action and bonus action. Would you like to move or stay where you are? Um, I'm just going to move so that um, my, my buddy there has better advantage if possible. All right, so, so you're... Uh, I'm probably flanking him. Excellent, good deal. All right, so that was uh, that was both... Uh, both. No, that was Cuddy on Punch. Uh, next up in the initiative order is Rogar. Excellent. So, uh, pointing to... Oh, no, now I got them mixed up. It was... Uh, Judy was the one that Judy leapt out of the tree. Judy was in the tree. Okay, yeah. yes. Right. Yeah, so, uh, Judy's mixed up with Bone Steel, and Ar- Argante Punch is mixed up with the monks. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, pointing to Judy, I'll say, Barrel Face! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Bill then will launch himself. Now, if I remember correctly, <laughs> we were letting him basically act like a creature, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, very good. So then, um, that's a grand total of ten as he uh, leaps, giving a horrific strangling child shriek. Okay, grand total of ten as, as in his attack roll? Yes. Okay, sadly that does not meet this uh, this creature's armor class. All right. And uh, I then will move up at the same time, spear at the ready to treat this just like you would, like a, any other predator, uh, making short jabs at it with my spear. Very cool. Now, would both would would both him and Bill be, make it pack tactics? Ooh, uh, it would be pack tactics uh, um, because of uh, well, wait a minute, no, Bone Steel because, didn't because Bone Steel and Ar- Argante are kind of back shooting it with with magic missiles. Yeah, they're range attacking, and I'm not worried about getting right up in there with magic missiles because um, well, they're not going to hit me. That's right. true. We've learned. No, I think in this in this magic. Well, yeah. I mean, because I mean, with, with its with its displacement out because of the hits, mm. then it, it should be they should be able to get the standard. It roll, should be a right? standard single roll, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if if if, if, if its displacement is, is disrupted because of the hits, then they can they can get the pack tactics full ed, 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 ed advantage for this. I wield to your I, I wield to your wisdom. Yes, that's right. I wield I'm, to your wisdom, GM. I am. I'm, I, it is, of course, uh, your decision. Adam. Yeah, the, the, I'm the, just the, making. It's an excellent point, and uh, and it's absolutely true. However, uh, I, I don't believe that uh, having Vildor, um, okay. having Vildor there, gives him uh, the pack tactic advantage of having uh, having another party member um, within melee range. Fair All enough. Right. So then, so that, it's a straight roll here, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just kind of jabbing at this hell because that's a grand total of eight. Uh, a grand total of eight. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. That missed as well. All right. So maybe Bill latches on for a second, gets shook, shook off, and I'm in there in the classic uh, adventure 
anything, like jabbing at a cat who's snapping at the spear. Yep, or at least the visual of one and being confused that you're not meeting any... Oh, uh, yeah, I like that, too. One way or the other, um, it, uh, it it actually got lucky this time and prefers you to any candy cane it ever sees again in its short <laughs> short life. <laughs> Okay, well done, Rogard. There we go. You're, um, I guess you're gonna be you're gonna stay there, right? Yeah, I'm staying there. Okie doke. And uh, bottom of the initiative order, but uh, still just as dangerous is Krothu. Yep. And since uh, and it's in, it's since both Cuddy and I are physically engaged with this thing, I do get my total right. My my two dice. No, just one still. Just one still. Okay. Yeah, we just don't are not at a disadvantage. We were not. Okay. Yeah, you're, you get a straight roll. Hang on, wait a minute. Aren't they? This both is you, you're. You're both going after punch, right? We are both going after punch. Yes. Okay, punch. Um, punch does not have the displacement ability. I only get oh, one right, right, because of, of because. Oh, okay. So it's the normal he got hit. advantage for us right. when they're not displaced. Ah. Yeah. Right. It's not okay. until the end of his next turn that he gets it back. Oh, there you go. So I, do get the two, right. the, so I do get the two dice, or you do get advantage, absolutely. All right. I'll keep my first roll, and that die is no longer fired. I rolled a fifteen. <laughs> fifteen absolutely hits. All right, and that is a short sword. Where is my? Well, I'll, let me go ahead and just wait, and I'll do the. I'll, I'll roll the attack for my dual wielding first. Okie doke. And that is a dagger, so let's see. And I rolled an 18 for that one. That that hits as well, absolutely. And that's that's even with a straight 18, that's a hit, because I don't get my my other bonuses on the secondary one. But that's a d6 and a d4 with the plus 4 on both of them, so... I love the sound of a dice cup in the morning. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen. Thirteen total. damage total on on uh, punch, right? Yes. Wow. Holy crap! All right, so uh, yeah, that uh, the this this the sharp whipping blades of a monk that has seen this thing uh, move and knows just how damn dangerous it is um, and quickly come in contact with uh, its front two legs uh, nicking one of them and uh, missing the leg but actually catching a part of the ribs because it lifted its leg out of the way to try and step back and uh, yeah, instant uh, instant wounds very unhappy very unhappy punch um, the Displacer Beast. And uh, I imagine you want to stay where you are? Yeah, pretty much. Do you get do you get uh, an a bonus action, or is that your second... Uh, the uh, With the uh, dual wielding, the uh, second one is the bonus action. Is the action, bonus action, okay. Although, right. at least, it, at least it, the, the two-weapon fighting rules say that the second one is a bonus action. So ah, okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. i got to go back and do some reading. Um when when I've got time enough to glue paper to little uh, washers, <laughs> right? <coughs> All right. So Stan said, "Oh, this is like homework. The game." <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Okay, Displacer Beast not doing too well, but Judy, um, Judy's gonna go ahead and make an attack, um, and is going to, and is going to charge at Argante. Yeah, and well, to, here comes another candy cane right at you, baby. Woo! As soon as it's your turn, no doubt you're gonna hit her, and she rolls oh, a, Judy crap. rolls a... I don't get to do that yet. Oh. Not just yet. Oh, okay. uh, Judy rolls a five plus six is a nine. Nine does not meet your armor class, so her uh, first attack against you fails. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Sucker! And her the second attack. Her second Oops. attack against you is an eleven plus six seventeen. Oh, that it's. Oh dear! All right. A lot, right? Oh, let me look here. Let's uh, let's see. Yeah. Ow. Ow. Five. Nine. Nine points of damage on Argante. Bummer. As, uh, as this thing whips its uh, spiked tail end in your direction and actually manages ah! to whack it, whack it up against your thigh in, uh, in, in a very vicious um, and quick maneuver as it growls and crouches on six legs in front of you. Very large beast and quite a bit more scary when it's uh, even. This is uh, Judy, right? Not Punch. This is Judy. this is this is this is Judy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Judy is now um, in melee range of you. Now Judy uh, Judy begins flickering and displacing at the end of her turn. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm sorry to say that since she had a 21, that allows her to do that, and it means that next up in the initiative order is Argante. Who I'm afraid you'll be uh, you'll be attacking at disadvantage unless you're using that candy cane thing. Oh yeah, candy cane's coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Eat peppermint fur face. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's the shirt right there. And I've got my little D4s already. Can I use them now? Excellent. Please do. Forty-four, and then we'll add four. Nine. Nine total? Nine. Total of nine. Okay, nine damage on Judy as uh, those four magic missiles go. Phew, 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 phew. I think, uh, I don't think it even matters. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to bother with that. You're right up in melee range with a, with, a, with, a, with a magic missile. I don't care. Nine points of damage. You didn't have to cast a spell or roll to hit. So, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. Look at a little ragged there, uh, compared to how it started out, and it's thinking, shit, I should have stayed up in a tree. <laughs> as it, as it catches, uh, one, uh, one sizzling hot, um, um, destructive bolt of magic energy in one eye, and then similarly in the other, and then one each in, uh, each of its ears. As it uh, as it shakes its head and backs away and growls at Argante, that was uh, Argante's turn. Uh, once again, you have a bonus action. You're uh, you're uh, permitted either healing word or um, or uh, inspiration, if you choose. Um, healing word on Bone Steel again. Alrighty. I can't use it on me, so. Sure, you can. Can I? Yeah, you can use Healing Word on yourself, if you want. What? 
I didn't know that. <laughs> then the scales fell from my eye. <laughs> Sorry, Bone Steel. Have another Band-Aid. Um, I'm going to use that on me. <laughs> Healing word on me. <laughs> All righty. And so um, I rolled a three plus another... What do I get? Another. That's uh, uh, your regular healing word is one d four plus four, unless you cast it at uh, with a second level spell slot. I get seven, so I'm only down two. Very cool. Alrighty. That uh, yeah, that takes you up in uh, in hit points. Well done. You guys are. Well, because the other one's still going to be kicking around, and I feel like I should be as strong as I can be. You guys are not getting decimated by these things. Nope. Apparently. You sound so disappointed. I'm surprised. I'm delightfully (laughs) surprised. I'm delightfully surprised. All right. So well done, Argante. That was uh, your uh, action bonus action. And you can either uh, flee, um, circle around the thing, or stay where you are. Stay where I am. Okie doke. Next up in the initiative order is Bone Steel. All right. I hate to be a broken record, but damn it, it's working, so it's kind of hard hey, not to. Hey, if it ain't broke. That's right. Candy canes, baby. So be it. Uh, and let's see. And this is going to be, uh, um, let's see, it's been Judy that's been engaged with you guys, you and Argante. Same target? Yep. Alrighty. Get her out of the picture, hopefully. Or give her enough, get her enough out of the picture where she might run away. Okay. Uh, right. Wow. I wish I was playing Savage Rules right now because this thing keeps rolling fours. A sentence no one has ever said ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now of course I just rolled a couple ones just to be contrary. Uh, okay, that was not. All right, that's twelve. That's not great, but yeah, nothing to hey, sneeze at. Twelve is nothing to sneeze at either. Magic, uh, magic bolts of magic missile come pouring out of that uh, candy cane, and it's uh, it seems to be playing a little tune now while the uh, curved end of it <laughs> <laughs> almost music box sounding, <laughs> and and the stripes are uh, stripes are spinning on it in a delightfully festive manner. <laughs> so that's twelve points additional damage on uh, on Judy who uh, who. who uh, <laughs> just doesn't like doesn't like it as a matter of fact as a matter of fact Judy makes makes this sound oh my that was an unhappy sound wasn't it yeah okay so that was bone steel and uh and well done there um next up unfortunately for uh whoever's nearby is punch and I think punch was on the monks all right. What do we have? A 17 for one attack, and I'm going to go back to the alphabetical thing. 17 on Crowthu, that hits. It does. Three plus, one plus, four. Three plus, one plus, four. Eight. Eight points of damage on Crowthu. Ouch. Ow. As uh, as its attack um, um, makes contact and whips those spiked, mm-hmm. jagged, uh, uh, edged tail end whips uh, into into your shoulder and uh, sends the other sends the other off uh, the other uh, 
snake-like appendage at Cuddy. Rolling an 11 on the die. Mm-hmm. With a plus 6 to hit is a 17. Build Again. Yeah. He did that before. Yeah. All right, missed Cuddy. Cuddy... <laughs> Cuddy once again is dancing above the action, completely untouched by anything <laughs> so far. At any rate, well, it was, it's, hey, whatever, you're fast. And that was Punch's turn. Yep, and he is now, un- uh, he, he has his, his displacement back. Absolutely. He's now starting to flicker like a strange hologram, first to the right, up, down, low, to the left. Can't quite tell exactly where he is, but you know his general vicinity. Um, and that uh, that makes it Cuddy's turn. All right. Well, you, um, have, you have pack advantage. tactics. You have pack, pack tactics. tactics. So you uh, so you get a straight roll. Okay, straight roll. Oh, fifteen plus seven is uh, let's see. Uh, to hit this oh, thing over twenty, yeah. To hit okay. this thing, all you all you yeah. Yep. Okay. So here's quarter staff hit. Uh, that time it's a let's see, damage is a eight points of damage. Eight points of damage to start with just the quarter step. Wait, a minute. yeah, really? Oh, right. Okay, eight points of damage just the quarter step. Bad news for bad news for Punch, who is looking extremely mm-hmm. ragged. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and uh, flurry blows again. Keen. Okay, ooh, that's a good one. I rolled a 16, so that's going to be a hit. Absolutely. And I rolled a 3, which is going to be a miss. Okay, so one hit with flurry blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's going to be 6 points of damage. Uh, rolled a 1 on the d4, did you? Yeah. Alrighty. 6 points, 6 additional points with just the elbow of the monk yeah. coming down hard in between the eyes of this thing and uh, cracking solidly. Um, oh. But doing some doing some significant damage. All right. Um, wow. Punch is looking really, really bad. And that was uh, that was Cuddy's turn. I imagine you're going to stay where you are. Yep. All right. Excellent. Next up in the initiative order is Rogar, who is up close and personal with Judy. Not hearing Rogar. Are you muted? Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, there we so go. Judy okay. Charged right. away from me. Is she a significant distance away, or am I still within, like, spear jabbing? You are well within your speed. Okay, very good. If you want so, to if you want to use your movement to get uh, within melee range. Okay, so then she's, like, moved a little distance away from me, so um, I'm going to just call out spear and throw, not because I'm calling out my attack maneuver, but because, you know, I'm giving some warning to the people. <laughs> a considerate a considerate pack fighter. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. And this is disadvantage, yeah? Uh I think in this case you've got No, in this case you've got Argante in its face. You got a you've got oh, a, a, a party member that's in melee range, so I'm gonna go ahead and call this uh, uh regular straight roll, but of course with a plus two for your ranged attack. Awesome. So that's a 16 to hit. Hits easily. 
and a grand total of 12 damage. 12 damage on Judy. Holy crap. A hit, a palpable hit. An additional 12 damage with a spear sticking out of the flank of this disgusting, evil, evil creature. Yes, they are evil, Argante. No worries there. Um, according to all the descriptions of it, and the way it behaves, and the way its eyes glows, glow, and will continue to glow even after it's dead. Ooh, neat. That's what the book said. <laughs> uh, take okay. in a trophy. <laughs> wonder what an, an alchemist could, could do with its eyes. Or Who knows? Who knows? All right, so that was Rogar's... <laughs> Maybe, but both of them. I finally made it, Bill. I'm in the deadlights now. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so Rogar gets uh, Rogar gets movement too, if you'd like, or you can stay where you are. Uh, yeah, I will move. Actually, no, I'll stay right here. I'm in a good position. Very good, excellent. All right, well done, Rogar. And next up, uh, and uh, bottom of the initiative is Krothu. I am so tempted because player characters are all medium-sized creatures, right? Mm-hmm. In your party, are, yeah. And these are large? And that's only one step it? above, right? Large monstrosity. I'm tempted to try to grapple it. If you grapple it, it will lose its displacer uh, ability okay. so long as it remains grappled, I believe. Because of the speed zero thing? Yeah. What could be more awesome than... And then I grabbed the beast. <laughs> I hear that. All right. Dropping the swords, jumping in about where I can find it, trying to grapple this thing and keep it still for Cuddy to beat up on. So Okay, so it needs to roll its strength or acrobatics against yours, right? Or against your strength. Or athletics, I think. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I actually pulled the rules up. Uh, strength, athletics, contested by target strength, athletics, or dexterity, acrobatics, depending. Okay. I just hope this is not the... Like interminable grapple process of three point five. And oh, oh no, it's pretty simple. It's pretty much just oh, one, one, one roll. I may not make it though. I rolled a nine. Uh, I rolled an, a nine. It, 10, 11, 12, so that's a thirteen. So. It got a ten total. It's got a strength of plus four, and it just rolled a and it just rolled a six. I got it. Okay, so that's punch, and punch is not. I'm assuming that's what you want for, right? Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to run over and try to grapple Judy all of a sudden. I have a feeling I would get a lack of opportunity doing that. Excellent. But, you know... <laughs> Hell, yeah. Punch is now grappled by Cuddy. Who, the, the, the monk has now got uh, um, his half-orc legs um, gripping tightly around the torso of this beast and one arm under its neck and the other uh, the other hand, I'm assuming, pressing against the fist. Corthu, Cor- not Cuddy. And a ch- uh, Krothu, yeah. sorry, Krothu. It'll get a chance to try to escape from it before we get back around. But if I can keep it held, uh, Cuddy's got. Uh, we should have full advantage and such, right? Ah. Absolutely. Anybody that uh, yeah, Cuddy uh, in melee range of punch is going to have full advantage when he attacks next. Excellent. Well Let's done, do Krothu. Well done, Krothu. Uh, all right, and uh, that puts the top of the initiative order again, and it's Judy. Judy's going to go after uh, the two targets. No, actually, Judy's going to um, dash towards Bone Steel, her original, uh, her original uh, victim, because she actually managed to hit him last time as well, and rolls a nine. 
What do they have to hit? They have a plus six to hit. Nine. Fifteen. Fifteen against Bone Steel. And your armor class is sixteen. I think that missed. I think it did, but I'm still stuck in. The, I'm still up in the tree. Are you? Yes. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that gives her a modifier to hit, or how that is even factored into this game. With armor classes and such, and I've been muted this last thirty minutes or whatever. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, she got up and closer. She got within melee range. She's got six legs, so she can grip very easily uh, to the tree okay. and attack you with her uh, okay. with her snake-like right. appendages anyway. But so, I uh, 16. What is my armor class? Your armor class is 16. She rolled a 15, and her next attack on you is a natural one. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> she is uh, sliding embarrassingly down. She's in sad shape to begin with, uh, looking pretty bad, but she's sliding embarrassingly, embarrassingly down the trunk, um, snapping at you the whole way, as if, and then licking her shoulder at you. As if, to say, I, as if to say, I meant to do that. <laughs> but uh, um, um, sadly for Judy, missed you both times. Well, so much for that one. That was Judy. All right. Too bad. Next up in the initiative order is Argante. Back just in time. Is Judy dead yet? Judy is not dead yet, but has run away from you in order to uh, in order to attack Bone Steel. And what I did not afford you uh, when I should have was an attack of opportunity. So go ahead and take that now. I have two candy canes left. Oh, what the hell! That's what they're for, right? Blasting at her. It's up to you. Let's see. Blasting at her. Bad? All right. Is that a bad choice? It's not up to me. It's, it's your it's your candy cane wand. You're going to hit, <laughs> and you're going to do damage. There's, of course, the uh, possibility that when you roll uh, as she runs away from you with your reaction that you could miss. No. So it's your choice. It's your choice. Rapier or candy cane wand? You decide. Rapier. <laughs> All righty. All righty. Change my mind, so I run after her with the rapier. Well, you don't actually have to run after her. You can just swing at her as she uh, oh, tries to run away. She goes. Absolutely. Yes, rapier, please. Okay. Okay. And then, oops. You, uh, with your Where's attack bonus, you're going to need to roll an eight or better. And that's... Oh, sorry, I'm about to sneeze. Please hold one second. Oh, you have what I had. The Argante fanged nose attack. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oh, sneezes that don't sneeze are so irritating. They sorry, are, sorry. aren't they? Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I, I got ten. You got a ten that hits. Yay! Wait a minute, does, did she have, did she have uh, her blink ability? I think she did, didn't she? Wait a minute. I can't remember when she last got hit. I'm going to say she didn't. That was on my last turn. That's right. She got hit. She got hit with the spear, so she did not have her blink uh, opportunity. You're not at disadvantage. The ten hits. Go ahead and roll uh, your uh, your D8 for uh, for your rapier damage. Hardly anything. A stinky old two. A two, plus your three uh, for your damage bonus. That's five damage on Judy. Hardly anything at all. 
Well, not bad for a reaction, though. Every not bad little for helps. Every bit, every little bit helps. And now you have the option to charge after Judy, who, uh, as you see, uh, ran up a tree and tried to swat at Bone Steel uh, twice, missed both times, and is sliding down towards the ground towards yes. you. There you go. I'm running after. Her. All righty. Go ahead and make. Uh, go ahead and make another. Uh, um, her attention is fixed above her as she slides down the tree. I'm going to call this a uh, 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 pack tactics as well. So it's another D20, yeah. Yeah, roll a D20 twice and take the higher one. Oh, I can I can roll two at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, my choice is a five or an eighteen. I'll oh. take the eighteen. <laughs> eighteen, absolutely. <laughs> Which definitely hits. Go ahead and roll for uh, uh, roll Damage. a D8 again. Go ahead. Oh, the same stankin' two. Five. Total of five. Another five. Another five damage on Judy. This is one ragged-looking beast, let me tell you. Oh, crap. These guys are just... You know I they're displacer beasts. about these poor monsters, right? You know that. Yes? You wouldn't if you could look into their evil, glowing orange eyes. <laughs> they're just being monsters. They're just being monsters that want to kill you. I'll send you a description of these suckers. You won't feel so bad. They don't actually always hunt for food. Sometimes they just like to have fun. Oh, they're that kind of monster. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was Argante. Well done with uh, with that additional damage. And next up is Bone Steel, still up in the tree there, if you like. All right. Yep. Uh... God, I hate doing this because I feel like I'm just. No, you know it's working. I can't. I can't fault what's working. No, you can't. Uh, Otherwise, you're going to be bone steel, bone steel singing in a tree. M I S S I N G. Exactly. And you still, you still got five charges on yes, the I, thing too. Well, and now it's four. So oh. we're going to go for. Uh, All right. Let's go for punch. Okay, going after punch with the magic missile attack. I can't believe Judy's still hanging in there. They both uh, look equally, uh, equally ragged. And one has a, has an and and a half orc hanging off of it. Mm. But you missed saying Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> well, I went the goober from Andy Griffith approach and said Judy, 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 Judy. But I think I was. Well, muted that's what you were doing. Yes. Okay, I wasn't muted at the time. No, I just have never seen Andy Griffith. Ah. Uh, we put a funny hat on it and say that Judy's in disguise. Ooh. Eleven. With glasses. Diamonds. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's Lucy. Oh, <laughs> not you. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> okay, that was eleven points on on that one, and I am now down to four charges. Eleven points. Oh man, listeners at home who have been keeping track of the numbers um, will know just how crazy ridiculous that is. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright so uh, yeah Judy has t- takes simulations but he forgot to take into account the wonders of Christmas Yuletide magic <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't use your wands 
Um, but uh, at any rate, so there it is. Okay, so Judy is like wham, 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 and has a, 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 making an embarrassing show f- for a six-legged, massive, magical, displacing jungle predator um, having its ass thoroughly and completely Maybe she's kicked. related to those wolves that were in that house. That's a possibility, yeah. I suppose, but these suckers are supposedly a little bit more dangerous, if not a lot more dangerous. But Christmas will prevail. Let's face it, if we didn't have candy canes, we would be so hosed. Well, the monks would be all right, but the rest of us, not so much. <laughs> well, you, 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 it you would take no, longer, let's put it to, that way. Yeah. <laughs> a, co- a coordinated effort would, would still work, but especially with the in, in initiatives that we ended up with. Yeah. This is true. That was, uh, all right, so that was Bone Steel. Bone Steel, are you still going to remain up on the tree, or would you like to jump down onto this thing, or wh- whatever? What do you want to do? You can, I'm wh- staying up in the tree, because eventually, if I run out of charges in my candy can, I'd like to shoot some arrows at this thing. There you go. Arrows. And I figure okay. it gives me a better vantage point. Not that that really gets factored in in, this, in the mechanics, but it works for a good flavor. So. Okay, next up in initiative order is Punch, who is going to attempt to try and break this grapple. All right. It rolls a 15, adding its strength of 4 is a 19. 19. I could be wrong about that. I rolled... They have to have... Oh, crap. They rolled what? It rolled a 19 total. Yeah, even with the hero point, I wouldn't be able to keep it. It is loose. And it's got its thing back. Punch has used its... I tried. Yeah, you did. That's good. Punch used this. How Judy got her thing back. Yeah, punch, punch got it. Punch got her thing back. It used its uh, it used its action to uh, escape from the grapple, and I don't believe I can use the action to use its second attack because an action is using the two attacks. So it's done. It squares off against. uh, Yeah, it squares off against. <laughs> Small favors. It squares off against Crowthu with an evil eye, uh, swollen half shut, and uh, it seems to be limping a little bit and bleeding profusely from and many, in, many different areas. And who is throwing cereal bowls at it? Oh. <laughs> and then Cuddy gets a shot at it. Actually, perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not bad timing at all. Okay. Um, so is this, this is a uh, disadvantage or a normal attack? I'm going to this call will this be a normal. disadvantage because well, it'll, it'll be normal because it, it it has its displacement back. That's right. It's the end of its turn. We're doing pack tactic. Yeah. So yeah. So it'll be a straight roll. Okay. I, I tried. Yeah. Ooh, I rolled an eighteen. Which hit seven? Oh, I hit with the quarter staff. I rolled a seven, so that's a twelve. Twelve points of damage. Yeah. This is amazing. You guys are stringing these. You guys are playing with them. <laughs> How many key points do I have? I have, I have two more key points. I'm um, going to. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to metagame this until you don't bother with the key point. Right. Not a problem. But go so ahead. The thing squaring off against core through then, and I just clobber it in the back of the head with the quarter staff. You clobbered it in the back of the uh, head with a quarter staff. You did twelve points of damage. You uh, you can now do an unarmed strike. Yeah. With a straight roll. Oh, straight roll. Mm-hmm. It's nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <sighs> 
Okay. Does anyone remember the film um, Witches of Eastwick? Yes. Uh, it's never far from my thoughts. Does anyone no. remember this, the ironing scene with Jack Nicholson? Oh, goodness. Nope. Where he does a kind of a, a heel-stomping, goose-steppy type, hammering his feet into the floor as he's ranting. Yeah. yeah. Something roughly similar is happen- happening along the spine of Punch <laughs> as yeah. the monk, uh, after having whacked the sucker up under the chin and making it bite its own tongue, Aww. leaps over in a flip, in a forward flip, and then does that very same heel to spine wham, wham, wham along the full length of this creature, um, obliterating it out of, uh, into unconsciousness. Punch is now completely down and out. Punch is gone. Yeah. Okay. So I get to attack it with advantage, right? I've never actually seen the witches of, of Beastworks, so I just kind of imagined the, the scene from the Sunny Chiba Street Fighter movie. Oh, it's a fine film, worth watching, and I'll go ahead and look for that one, too, to see myself. Yeah, yeah, it's the the one with the with the X-ray shot of the like foam rubber skull when when Shiva hits some guy in the very top of the head. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. This isn't the Street Fighter movie with Raul Julia. No, no, is this it? is the 1970s Sunny Chiba. The, uh, uh, if you, ever, if you, you ever said Sunny Chiba, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, go. Um, yeah, but he, he has a shot where he, he smacks this guy in the top of the head, and you see this like X-ray looking view with this foam rubber skull as he's doing the impact mm-hmm. there, and it switches back to the to, to the guy spitting out a, a mouthful of tomato soup. Oh God! So, yeah. <laughs> oh God! So, with this one down, I can run over to uh, Judy. Right? Uh, that was uh, that was the end of Cuddy's turn, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that brings it to me, I think. It's actually Rogar is next up in the initiative board. Right, sorry. Go ahead. All right. So now uh, hefting the axe, taking a moment, and uh, as Bill climbs like back up onto my back, um, then making the swing, throwing the axe end over end. Excellent. Our good friend the Displacer Beast, still acting at disadvantage... On uh, this one's against Judy. Judy uh, was just hit by Argante, so I think. Yeah, ah, Judy yes, was hit. Right. Okay. So it's a straight roll. Ah, because then I can keep this natural 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you only needed a six. <laughs> All he needed was a six on the die. Natural 20. I saw that come rolling up, and I was like, oh, what a shame. <laughs> oh, man. What you guys did, essentially, and you can add the numbers up later in the audio if you care to listen to it, but you brought them both, uh, first Punch and then Judy, or rather first Judy, whichever, down to one hit point each. So with a natural oh, 20, you can go ahead and do the math, but why bother? <laughs> the one hit point that Judy had is gone, and both of them are now corpses of displacer beasts, Ooh. still with glowing eyes, and it's time for me to kill Beautiful this help. combat music. Oh. The combat music is over, and I'll bring up the... Uh, bye combat music. Bye combat music. I'll bring up the uh, ethereal soap-selling music. Okay, 
Wow. That went a lot nicer for you folks than I thought it would. Yeah. Mm. Um, the uh, the sounds of battle in this uh, pleasant nighttime garden. Um, <laughs> kind of loud. <laughs> <laughs> got a little loud. Uh, even with passive perception, though, um, the entirety of your group actually managed to hear the tinkle of glass up towards... Uh, the wall that you uh, that you came over, not quite precisely in the place where you climbed, but somewhere along the wall, as if a little additional glass had been broken. And without uh, going through the rigmarole of having you guys roll perception, um, actually, uh, yeah, the, the, you, you um, snap your heads around and uh, only see the fleetingest of a few shadows moving away. And uh, no further movement or sound. So evidently uh, your exploits have been witnessed. Too too far away to follow? Oh, not too far away to follow if you want to jump back over the wall, but uh, it's up to you guys. I can probably do that. They're going back over the wall. Oh. Away from us. Yeah, if they ever went over the wall, if they ever joined you in the garden at all, but... uh, uh, one of them. Pot shot at them as they're going. Can Bill Door catch them? <laughs> I don't think we necessarily need to kill everything we see. Bite their bum, Bill. Bite their bum. Get them. And, and in any case, I believe they're they're out of range and out of sight. I think is what our GM is is trying subtly to convey. I, I hate know, to make I'm the subtext text, but go away, man. We can catch them. Yeah, you, well, you can determine you can determine what your character would do when I, I tell you. I feel about killing these monsters, but I am going to pursue every figure I see in a murderous rage. Yeah, that, that's fine. That's okay, good. good. They totally deserve that. Fl- yes, you, saw, you, you heard the tinkle of glass, fleeting shadows away from the top of the wall, back to, to I mean, on the cobble side, cobblestone side of the street. Uh, apparently, whatever, uh, whatever, so exactly. Whatever audience you had uh, has departed in a hurry, and um, the silence uh, continues within the garden. I wouldn't be surprised if the assassins were trying to get a gauge on our capabilities, honestly, by by sending us on this Mm. little thing. If there's anyone in the manner they know we're here, we must press the attack. Well, I mean, why I wanted to follow them. Well, here they pretty much they're not going into the manor, dude. We know where the guild is. Let's go. They get away from from this, knowing that we know how to how to spam magic missile. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so would, the would have been a spectacular. Undefended. Let's go take it as our own. Mm. We, we still have a combat. Induced adrenaline. Damn it! I want to kill something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guild full of assassins. I believe we Come came on. here with an objective. <laughs> yes, we did. I'm just being silly. Okay. Silliness <laughs> done. You have buck fever, my friend. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. Uh, when you kill your first buck, oh, or when you're about to, um, gotcha. target fixation <laughs> is another word for it. You know, now that you say that, it makes perfect sense. I don't know why I didn't just deduce it contextually, but uh, yeah. as you probably ain't never gone out with your daddy and shot Bambi. <laughs> I may be the only real man at this table, and that's <laughs> hilarious if you know me. 
At 9.10, I'm going to take the opportunity of lucidness and call a break for us to refresh beverages and use the restrooms. Back here, at here. 5. Fair enough. Right. Bye-bye. And meanwhile, it's a vegetable. And, and meanwhile, here's a quick, uh, a, a quick song. It's Joe Walsh's "Life's Been Good." Now from the from your Skypes, it's it's an it's an ASMR recording. <laughs> ASMR. Uh huh. Asmar. I, f- I forget exactly what the initials mean, but it's this kind of weird little noises can have a, a weird effect on people's nervous systems. Really? Yeah. Does it make you twitchy? Because you don't expect it? Kind of like tingly and stuff. It's icy. It can't be any worse than that recording, uh, that MIDI recording of... of Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR, is an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. It has been compared with auditory tactile synesthesia and may overlap with frisson. This is different from normally listening to music. How? <laughs> I don't know. It won't take off until they can find a way to connect it with porn. Mm. Uh, actually. <laughs> porn. <laughs> Sing a song of porn. Because that's what the internet is for porn, after all. Exactly. What isn't really? You know, if you have an iPad and you put AirDrop on for everyone and you can just wander around in public places and see what you get. That's a very bad idea. (laughs) But it's cheap. Cheap. (laughs) Wait, it doesn't work. They have to to send you things, though. You can't just Uh go. But if you accept from everyone, just like, la, 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 you just don't know what you're going to get. Apparently there was quite Wait, a Are we discussing back. my bedroom habits again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, we were. How'd you know? I I actually dug it up on uh, Urban Dictionary, and and the last definition in here is that creepy shit people do on YouTube and shit where they whisper into the microphone and rip paper or or some shit. Oh, <laughs> there you go. The, like, uh, hey, what a definition. Like awesome. hey, uh, like hey, do you like the the sound of a pencil moving on paper? I, <laughs> It never okay. gave me spine tingling, uh, anything like that. But. Well, maybe you're just not doing it right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> <Blind> geek. <laughs> what are you wearing? Better Skypes took a turn for the weird. Hello, we're back. While we're still off, (laughs) I very nearly sent you this, but I didn't know if you would appreciate it or or hate it, Blind Geek. It was a video of the cantina scene. Yeah. Except it's just the first two notes of the song. 
Oh my god, over and, and it, over. Over, I mean, it's the whole <laughs> real scene. They just replaced only the music with just... And it never progresses. It's Star Wars Polka. Why did somebody feel this was something that needed to be done? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's the kind of thing my brain does automatically with songs. So, like, I think someone just was like, oh, I heard that in my head, and now you have to also. <laughs> Brilliant. Too much time on my hands. Pretty well handled there. Thank you. With the Displacer Beast, one of my favorite monsters, and I've never had the chance to fight them. Fifth edition is getting weird. I still don't have the hang of it. Oh, I haven't even read any of the books, so I kind of feel like I'm, um, like I'm in a country where the language sounds like mine. Yes, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, yeah. have you guys have you ever been to Hungary? Yeah. No. No. Okay. A couple times a day, and then I've I it uses it uses our alphabet, but the Hungarian language is not related to any other language. It's like a weird linguistic mystery where it came from, if I remember ah, correctly. Ah, so it just yeah. So like it uses itself. our alphabet, and it has a lot of English-sounding um, phonemes in it, but ah. it is not English. So you feel like you're having a stroke the whole time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you should be able to understand it and read it and speak it, but you can't. Exactly. I don't know what it's called, so I don't know if I'll... But when the whole Laurel and Yanni thing was, was going on... Oh, yeah. Were, who are Laurel and Yanni? It's the the dress that people thought as two different colors, depending on who was looking at it. But it's Okay, audio. I do know the dress. Okay, oh, so the, but the, dress it was the was audio. Cool. But it was the audio thing, where you either what? heard... They play a, a thing, and you <clears> either heard... Laurel or Yane. Because and someone wasn't enunciating properly? It's a frequency thing. Like, yeah. That's right. Oh, I, I, think it's, I think it's probably <laughs> someone's mother to teach them how to speak. You're going to make me pull it up on YouTube, aren't you? Or mm -hmm. something. I'm not going um, to make you do anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not about enunciating. It's, a, it's actually, I think, a synthesized. It, 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 it's just that if you your ears are attuned. If you enunciate. Properly, all your words are perfectly clear. I'm just going by what. Yeah, I don't dispute that, but this was be this. So, I'm fascinated with the speech impediment. <laughs> it's not a. <laughs> Where the hell? Hold on. What did I miss? I'm trying to describe to Trilobite the whole Laurel and Yanni thing, and he's insisting it's a matter of enunciation. I'm trying to explain to him that it has nothing to do with enunciation because... Yeah, it's because someone didn't enunciate properly, so it sounds no. like it could be two words. It's... Hmm. It's, it's neuro, neuro... It's not neuro-linguistics. That's something entirely different. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, that's witchcraft. <laughs> No, what we're playing is witchcraft, apparently. I heard Laurel. What did you guys hear? I just listened to it. I totally heard Laurel. 
I still don't even know what we're talking about. Look it up. Go over there. Just just hit the little hit the just type in. Oh, fine. I'll take away precious Johnny. entertainment time. <laughs> Whatever. Wasn't even I'll look at just, your damn you audio. You need to dress. solve your ignorance. All you know, right. The annoying, the annoying thing is this had nothing to do with this with what I was going to say. All I was using it was as a transitional point that this was when my friend told me about what I was about to tell you about, and it got this whole big. Now we're talking about transitioning. Okay, so we're really looking at Laurel and Hardy. Long. No, Laurel and. <laughs> Yeah. Laurel and Yanni, the guy with the long <gasps> hair and the big, um, the big teeth and all the. There's a big blue hands. ear. What's what do you hear? Okay, hold on, hold on, Come hold on. on. Move it. Jesus Christ, you fuckers! Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Listen to your I, nonsense. <laughs> I sent uh, I sent an email out that has a full description of that. I'm trying to listen to this did. nonsense. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All I'm hearing is some idiot. Okay. <laughs> ah, okay, gotcha. What do you hear? Well, like all right-thinking non-mutants, I hear Laurel, <laughs> but apparently there's some people out there with fucked-up brains who hear I young. agree with you. I heard Laurel as well. But yeah. anyway. Oh, they're cool-looking. See, I couldn't be killing that. That that picks a side. <laughs> when that subject came up, my friend played me a uh, a. It was like a MIDI file of staying alive, but it's done in this really weird ass way where you your brain fills in the vocals. It, oh. It's just it's more a, fun with your yeah. brain. I know how that goes. Yeah, this stuff. It's always weird to me that people. I mean, like you have one sloshing around up there. So doesn't it make you curious how it works? No. If people aren't, and then things like the dress or this come up, and people are like, "Did you pick a fifty fits good to you?" It's the, it's the oh god, what they call it, the Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible that maybe you misremembered something, you piece of shit. <laughs> The Mandela effect? What does Nelson have to do with this? Because some people remember his name. Oh, please, go ahead. uh, Some was a matter of, I believe, people had heard about him dying in prison. Right. And whereas, whereas, you know, most of us remember that he had the big state funeral after having been president of South Africa for several for some years. Yeah. Recently, you know, in the, in the last several years, his, his, his funeral. But there are people who would swear that they heard about him dying in jail. Okay. Huh. Uh, there are speeches and, that we can and, see. Well, Same things with the Berenstein Bears. Right. That was, I, was, I was just going to oh, uh, yeah, bring up. Kind of like common knowledge, which isn't true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and another thing was, right? in this era of alternate facts, what is was true? Was a... Movie uh, with a, a a a movie where Sinbad is a the the comedian Sinbad plays a genie named Shazam or something like like that. That's another thing that people swear there was such a a, a, a movie out there. Hmm. But no, it was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, no, but these are just low racist, ignorant fucks. And he was Shazam. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's just yeah. no. You just Loki racist. <laughs> Loki wasn't a racist. You know, I've I was just gonna say I've seen the Avengers several times. And I did not recall Loki being at all racist. 
but I think that he's the Guardian or 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 pro Ross Giant or whatever he was. He's as as of the as seer. He's an asshole, right? As yeah, Neil Gaiman says. He's Neil the Gaiman trickster. It's him. his job. Yeah. You can't blame him for doing his job. It's just what he does. <laughs> Neil Gaiman writes in Norse mythology. He has Thor say, Loki did it. How do you know? Well, whenever anything goes wrong, I generally start by saying Loki did it. Right. <laughs> oh, sounds like everybody's back. Yay. Yeah. Oh, the Should conversation you missed, Can I pick up Warhammer 4th Edition? No. Okay. Okie doke. It's on sale for like a third of, or with a third of the price tag taken, taken off. Keen? You guys have just uh, uh, made sh- pretty short work of these two creatures. Um, and don't you ever forget it. And and I won't soon. Uh, the the uh, they lie uh, um, unbreathing, and uh, and 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 two big lumpy displacer beast corpses before you in a very very quiet garden, in the in the darkness. So we're gonna eat tonight with silence <laughs> around them. We must press the attack. Anyone in the manor knows we are here. How can we go to the guild? Okay. Unless anyone stops him, Rogar's moving forward toward the manor. Alright, I will follow. Let's go, now that I'm not muted. We go back <laughs> back inside, right? Uh, we That's had never been inside. We were making our way over there. When we were attacked by the displacer base, I am so confused. I thought we, I thought we were attacked outside of where we were staying. I'm very in sorry, Argante. We I, were staying. I couldn't remember. I, I did not remember that you were not here for the session where, where this all uh, took place. I'm so. No, sorry. that's totally my fault. No, no, no. That's. I mean, it's, it's fine. I'm just. I'm sorry for slowing things down by being a twit yet again. You are not Mark. a twit. I did not twit. describe your. I'm a twit. Yeah, I'm a twit. I'm well, a twit. It's be. part of my charm. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It's all good. You can certainly be a twit if you Let's prefer. Let's go to the manor and kick more arse. Here yeah, what happened was you met at the back of the tavern. You were led to uh, you were led to a secret uh, a secret place where both the thieves guild and the assassins met. Told you about this Lord Hospinger that had the kid, and gotcha. uh, you were led by one of the uh, one of the thieves guild uh, among the streets, in and out of the alleys, all across Dietrine until you got to the estate of this guy. Because they were going to show you the easiest way to climb over the wall to get into his estate. Ah. And that garden that uh, you guys just fought the Displacer Beasts in are, uh, is the garden behind the mansion manor house of Lord Hospinger. So you are within the, the you are on right. the grounds and within striking distance of this guy's. So no, um, we don't need to go kill the assassins. We got better. You ju- yeah, you just came out. from the assassins. Gotcha. So, uh, so that's uh, your situation and, now. And I have a list, and they will pay. Anyway, off we go. Here we go. So I'm Did sorry. I should. No, no, that was totally my fault. I apologize. I didn't catch you not. up at all. And, I'm and, sorry. And that they know we are not people to be trifled with. Yes, they've seen you in action now. 
they followed you obviously to where they led you to see just you know how you deal how if they could with the, the guard beasts well it with anything that you happen to come across and maybe to provide a distraction to the city guard to keep them away from the estate while you were doing whatever you were doing and uh, maybe if the displacer beasts were going to c- cause a TPK, be able to fire from the wall to keep me from being red-faced and embarrassed. <laughs> How transparent a GM am I? Good man, good man. <laughs> but I did not catch you up on on the, on where exactly the strangers were, and now you know. And so as Rogar approaches the manor, stealthily, quietly, in the darkness, uh, with Bone Steel uh, r- uh, right behind him or right alongside him, uh, the rest of the group, uh, Owen Crowthu as well, um, the rest of the group approaches. Uh, as described in the last, uh, uh, as described in the last session, you get a better look at what Bone Steel, um, told you about, which he saw from, uh, uh, higher up in the tree. The, uh, the slanted cellar entrance with the, with the, uh, the metal grating, or wrought, almost like wrought iron gates at an angle, on a, on a, um, slanted cellar entrance configuration a ramp leading up to a veranda um, with um, uh, upon closer look as you get closer to the uh, to the mansion uh, glass doors along uh, one of the lower floors of the, uh, the house and the third uh, the third possibility is a, a double door kitchen entrance to the back of the house for normal deliveries and uh, um, tradesmen knocking um, to, to sell their wares if they ever actually manage to get on the grounds at all. So, Thief, what do you think? Um, because I've always wanted to utter a Conan-esque line like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dies first. Um, let's see. Kind of thing is not my story. I'm sorry. Can you run? I I hate asking someone to just repeat what they just said. It's not a problem. Not a problem. It's always good to clarify. Always good to make the scene a little bit more. uh, uh, So we got a cellar. What? 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 (laughs) Sorry. You said it's like a cellar. I don't know. Yeah. There's. There's. There's a. It's almost anachronistic to find uh, in uh, in this setting. But the 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 normal. there's a there's a kind of a cellar entrance that is low to the ground at an angle where you lean over and grip either one door or two doors and swing them apart um, as if it's a little wedge shoved up against the side of the house. And when the doors come open, there are steps leading down into the cellar. Um, that's what you find on many, many houses uh, uh, in the United States and across the world as uh, one method of getting into the basement. Um, and you find that here only rather than just a set of wooden double doors or a single door, it's a it's a set of uh, uh, iron bars in a gate-like configuration. And uh, e- even from this distance, you can tell that the thing's got a lock on it. Um, aside from that, off to uh, off to as you're facing it, off to your left from that, uh, and a little bit further along. The middle of the mansion is a set of stairs leading up to double doors of a normal type that would probably lead into a kitchen area or at least a back entrance to the house um, with nothing particularly uh, 
strange or obscure about it. There are torches lit around the perimeter close to the house, so there seems to be plenty of light illuminating the structure. And then off a little bit further to your left um, is is a kind of is a ramp rather than stairs, a long twenty or thirty foot long ramp that leads up to uh, a veranda or patio um, where. They have possibly have dances. Wheelchair accessible. That's interesting. I know. And uh, uh, um, along the first floor of the house, uh, that uh, the that veranda is uh, right up, right outside of, is uh, uh, four or five French door looking. Uh, um. Yeah, that's where they stable their dragon snails. <laughs> That's why they need the ramp. Exactly. And the French doors to let them in and out. That must be it. Away. That must be it. Yeah. All these entrances, I would think, would be expected. Are there any windows or something we can use that wouldn't be so obvious? There is a shuttered window next to the kitchen set of double doors. Uh, and uh, you yeah, haven't been to the other side, uh, been a, uh, completely around the manor house, but... Um, you can uh, certainly expect to find some windows, uh, some windows on the first and second and third floors. Okay, I see the way I see it, there are two ways we could approach this. We could approach it all gangbusters and just hell with caution and subtlety and just charge in and hope we can take people by surprise, which is probably the best way to get ourselves killed. Or we can do the more subtle approach of finding a less obvious entrance and even though it's more work for us it might lead to uh, less likely detection right away perhaps there's a coal scuttle coal chute down here at the basement level the ground level oh that's an idea excellent let us find an unexpected entrance and take our enemy by surprise okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if that doesn't work window it is I imagine it's very surprising if, say, two two half orcs. <laughs> Most people would say, "Oh my, what a surprise!" <laughs> half orcs and dragonborn, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, oh, even more surprising. <laughs> Okay, just to get a complete picture, I'm going to uh, dash around to the other side to see what I can see. Okay. Uh, taking uh, taking a, a reconnoiter around the perimeter of the house. Yep. The, um, I'm sorry, I'm setting up a different noise in the background. I went to Ooh Spooky Scary Cave. <laughs> uh, you... Uh, a stel- roll, a, roll a stealth check for me, please. Okay. That is one of my skills. Uh, let's see. Everybody? Uh, right. Bone steel. Bone steel. So far, is the only one that uh, mentioned going completely around the house. Yep, yeah, I'm staying put. Okay, doke. Okay. Not the right. I just rolled. There it is. Uh, well, not the best roll in the world, but certainly not the worst. I have a total of 16. No, that's not right. 14. 14. 
Total of 14. Moving uh, moving along away from uh, the brightly torchlit area of the veranda, you go to your right and go counterclockwise <clears throat> around the manor, but unfortunately uh, manage to knock some stacked firewood <laughs> over a little bit. Bullocks. Making, uh, making a bit of a rattling sound which could either have been an intruder or could have been a cat kicking off the top of a pile. So However, <laughs> it wasn't completely Please noiseless. Please tell me that Bollocks was in character. <laughs> oh, of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, standing silently and remaining completely still and in the shadows, uh, you don't hear any noise whatsoever or see any kind of lights flickering uh, no windows opening no shutters no doors nothing happens okay then I will resume and hope for the best maybe okay no. you want me to make another no moving around the grounds moving around the grounds you uh, you do note uh, that there are first floor windows uh, spaced every 20 or 30 feet not 20 or 30 feet uh, every 15 or fif- every 15 feet or so two on uh, two on the uh, first side of the house that you come across as you round the corner peeking through some of the shrubberies down towards the base of the uh, of the manor you can see a well lit grand carriageway and steps leading up to a, a much more attractive double-doored entrance at the front of the mansion with uh, two sets of windows on either side of that grand ent- uh, grand double-door entrance on, on the first floor. What about the upper levels? Upper levels have, uh, have windows pretty much spaced uh, almost, almost one above the other. Um, in the same configuration as the first floor windows, they're not offset. They're uh, they're in pretty uh, uh, pretty uh, lined up from first floor to second floor. There's a reasonable amount of stonework. Um, nothing like uh, vines or trellises or anything like that, but. Uh, Stonework that would be challenging enough to have to actually have to climb if you decided that that was the route you wanted to take. Well, I'm not worried about that. I got spider climbing, but my cohorts do not. So, hmm. um, all right, I'll go back and relay my findings and. I'm wondering if it wouldn't be advantageous for us to have uh, split up. Because I can get into those upper entrances easily with my spider climbing belt. But the rest of you don't have such luxuries. Excellent. Multiple angles. Exactly. I think for the rest of you, I would recommend going through the... Basement and looking for a cold, cold scuttle shoot or whatever it was that she was talking about. 
that's the player, not the... Yeah. Yeah. And unless I'm totally mistaken, we do think this is where the unfortunate young man is, right? That's what we've been told, I think. Okay. So, and our... Our target may be in the basement. True. I hadn't thought of that. I'll go first. We haven't split up before, have we? Yeah, we're sure we have. I think. Have we? I don't know that we have. Not significant. Oh, I'll miss you while you're first gone. time for everything. Bye-bye. <laughs> We've never been apart before. <laughs> I'm not actually recalling any time when the party split, but... No, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. This will be... This will be an adventure! <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, I'm one of those we'll sadistic GMs who looks forward to splitting the party. More, it's more fun to do the back-and-forth smash cuts. There has to be a ground floor entrance in for the servants and nothing else. There has to be. I'm going over to those uh, basement doors per our rogue's suggestion here. Alrighty. So the fact that we're not seeing any servants is highly disturbing. It is the middle of the night. Okay, Rogar is at the uh, is at the double door, uh, double gates or double bar, whatever they are. Gratings. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bone Steel is where are you? You are you climbing up the wall, going for a window? Yep. Okay, and the rest of you are near Rogar or someplace else? Near Rogar, I guess. Rogar. Okay. Yeah, calm units. He says as I say as I'm as I begin my climb. All right. Keep an eye, keep an eye out for any for any unseen servants. I know you. Uh, the <laughs> really thing, seems not like the a bad idea. He's going to be in the whole upper house, upper part of the house, and we're not going to be able to find him. Good point. You go with him. Well, doesn't he also have have some kind of a feather fall thing? Yes. Yeah, so you can just jump out out one of the windows, and he'll be fine. Okay, fair enough. If you do that, shall surprise. As a yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Excellent. Don't okay. worry. Just jump out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Rogar. Spikes. Rogar now. Uh, now I, I imagine attempting to get into the basement. Rogar now reaches for the uh, reaches for the double. Double uh, bars and uh, notes the notes the uh, lock on the uh, lock on the um, entrance. Cuddy, Crothew, help me with this. Say, don't monks have fabulous <clears throat> lock picking skills? Only person with our lock our lock picking skill involves strength plus. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's Can't what I was thinking. Power of your mind. <laughs> I rolled a seven with my plus four. That's seven and eleven. Yeah. Let me do this first, oh. and I'll uh, stare at it, make a weird rumbling noise deep in my chest, kind of like arc my throat up, which puffs out, and I want to spit some acid onto the lock. Oh, hot damn! Ew! That's right. Well, I was do thinking. plenty of disgusting things. I don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think I like how you smell? Yeah. Think how we like how you smell? <laughs> I can't uh. do that. <laughs> okay. The uh, the lock uh, attempts to roll a saving throw, but can't because it's a lock. 
<laughs> so you can go ahead and break a lock with a loogie. That's just wrong. <laughs> you can go ahead and roll two d six damage on uh, on this uh, steel lock. It may be possible for my friends to open it up here. Grand total of six damage there. I thought you were going to go a different route. I thought because don't doesn't Dragonborn have the cold breath as well? Some do, some don't. Oh, okay. We're not all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now the breath weapon shack from. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> wasn't <been> bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's <funny>. white people. <laughs> the the, the uh, yeah the the dragonborn breath weapon depends on their uh, dragon color scale. Okay. At any rate. Um, Okay, so Acid Breath on the lock does six damage to the lock. And, uh, Krothu, you said you rolled an 11? Yeah. 11 total. No, that's, uh, that's not actually gonna cut it. Can I join him? Break it, rather, I should say. Can I join him, like, grabbing hold with my claws? Is there enough room to, for um, what is it they used to call it when you supporting somebody else's role? Um, we do eight another, eight another, yeah, yeah. So uh, go ahead and roll with advantage if you've got the help of one of the monks. If you got the aid of one of the monks, you got yep. it. Yeah, and that'll yeah. be a strength. It'll be a strength check. The first one there comes up a twenty on the die. Uh-huh. You rolled um, a tw- you rolled a natural twenty on your strength check. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yep. With a 24 strength being aided by the monk. <laughs> Not only does the lock come off, the whole damn door just flies, <laughs> flies off into the air. With Q Wookie sound so much, here. Yeah. So much for stealth, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he waves the door over his head. Yes. Just just like the, uh, the squishy clothy and the gamers, yeah. <laughs> both gates come away from this thing. With an audible, <laughs> and uh, yeah, with the legs, not with the back. <laughs> <laughs> and and as you set both gates uh, d- down, uh, leaning them either against the uh, uh, the ramp or the wall, um, as soon as they touch the ground and lean quietly against the wall, the lock falls off, sizzling with acid. <laughs> Well, good God! If that didn't wake the dead, nothing will. Leaving, uh, leaving a, a stairs leading down to the basement. I am just going to rejoin them. There, I might as well not no, even. No. <laughs> it's a plane. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I see where you're going. If, yeah, because if, if they, if, if, if we're if making noise start... down here, they won't yeah. expect you upstairs. Right. 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 I got you. Okay. I had a momentary lapse in tactics. I'm not used to thinking in the. Okay. Okay, Bone Steel is at a window. Um, discovers that it too is locked. Uh, well, I don't have any spiffy uh, luck. Well, I have luck picking skill. I'm a thief, for God's sake. Okay. Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't get in. The window was locked. <laughs> you would have my permission I'm to sorry. kill me. If don't don't with... take this personally, but I have to kill you. That would be a. Um, I would go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Be what? I'm sorry. I got my speech thing yammering at me. Um, I think it's a sleight of hand check. In which case, you'd uh, add your dexterity to. Um, okay. 
Well, and I have thieves' tools and something to do with thieves' tools. What the hell was it? That it, would be a, it would be a, a skill check. Let's let's go ahead and double your proficiency bonus. Roll a roll a d twenty, and then add your dex, and then add uh, four to that. Okay. Um, all right. What is n? God dang it. Fourteen plus. Uh, I believe four is my. Dex. Oh, so it, an eighteen total. And then proficiency. Um, I don't know what my proficiency is. Let me I'm it. sorry, you rolled a what on the die? Uh, 14. 14, okay, plus your dex is 18, plus uh, twice your proficiency bonus. Jesus. 21, holy crap. I think, is that right? You use tools and don't just spit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that roll actually uh, uh, un- unlocks the window with a nearly inaudible click. And you find okay. that it uh, swings silently open, uh, disturbing curtains that were just on the other side, sweeping them uh, quietly uh, out of the way as you uh, step stealthily into a luxurious, very luxurious bedroom. Is anyone in the bedroom? They're uh, in, in, in the darkness. It's very tough for you to tell. But you don't hear anything. In the dim light, you don't make anyone out. In the, knowing that it's a bedroom, uh, you don't make anyone out uh, uh, in the bed, either a, a shape or uh, disturbed covers. It all looks very, uh, very well prepared, but unoccupied, uh, as best as you can tell. All right, I will uh, close the door, or close the window rather softly. Okay. And uh, I will head out the... I will... I'm assuming the door is closed. Uh, the bedroom door is uh, is closed, yes. Not going to bounce on the bed to check the springs? <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like someone's having fun. <laughs> I'm going to uh, leave through the door. Okay. Um... Opening up the bedroom door and stepping out uh, uh, into, uh, I can't actually call it a hallway because uh, the instant the door opens, you you see a kind of a railing. So uh, you're on an upper floor that openly looks down onto a lower floor, uh, almost a drawing room setup with uh, a lit fire three or four very comfortable looking pieces of furniture uh, finely shellacked shelves loaded with books and bric-a-brac along the walls a portrait uh, a painted portrait above the fire of uh, what looks to be um, a very wealthy couple posing uh, posing to have their picture their their painting done you can only assume that uh, it's uh, Lord and Lady Hospinger. Uh and uh, standing there on the carpeted on on the, on the carpeted upper landing, just outside the bedroom, the whole area seems to be well enough lit for anyone to be able to see easily to get to and from. Occasional, essentially, occasional candles in in small sconces along the wall, every ten or twenty feet. 
There is something weird about this. First of all, that big clatter from ripping off the door should have had everybody on alert. There's nobody here. People should have sprung from their bed to see what was the matter. Exactly. <laughs> How festive. I of told me. you there should be servants. It's a month early oh, for that. Oh, nobody wanted to hear that. <laughs> um. <laughs> is this player conjecture or is this headset chatter using the earbuds? No, it's creepy. I was treating it all as headset chatter. Okay, that's including fine. Including what Nikki said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um. As Bone Steel contemplates. There are torches on the wall. I've just imagined. Candles. Candles. Alright, can I take one of the candles and. Uh. Alright, I take one of the candles out of its holder. It's not an arm with a fist that grips the candle, right? Because that's not. That was a classic film, I know. However, uh, uh, Bone Steel now has <laughs> Bone Steel now has uh, a lit candle and is on the upper landing of uh, just outside a bedroom um, on the second floor. Hears no one, sees no one, and hears no one, and sees no one. I open the door of the bedroom and walk back in, figuring to hell with it. I'm going to at least figure out once and for all if there's anybody in here. Uh, taking the candle in, you now get a, a better look at the gorgeous. Um, shellacked wainscoting all the way around the room um, an almost uh, an almost velour like fabric in a deep green above the wainscot and uh, a white ceiling uh, vaulted with ornate molding all the way around the outside a few landscape paintings a bell pole uh, all the fine appointments of uh a rich, comfortable, warm bedroom. There is a fireplace here as well, uh, but uh, obviously it's it's unlit and uh, it looks ready. Uh, it looks ready for a fire to be uh, lit. It's got some uh, some firewood in there. Um, it could very well be, from what you surmise, a, a guest room that's just. Laying, laying in readiness for uh, if they were to ever entertain, but uh, apparently it's not in use or and hasn't been in use for for some time. But it's very well kept and very clean. But there's, is there anybody but in there, the bed? There is no one in the bed. Okay. Uh, Down in the on. basement. Okay. Yeah. As the rest of the party descend mm-hmm. into uh, into uh, near total darkness. Uh, thus far, only Crowthu and Cuddy are able to make out uh, make out the uh, space below, unless uh, unless Argante or unless someone chooses to light a torch or Argante casts dancing lights. Yes. Um, Let's do that so we can see something. Okay, for for uh, for at least a minute, there's uh, there's uh, lights dancing around within the space that. Uh, that you descend into, and it appears to be a very long dining hall with chairs set up on either side and no no other exits within the room other than the one you just came in. And the table 
about uh, 14 or 15 feet long, sitting in the center of the room, is laid out with probably one of the most magnificent feasts you have ever seen displayed at uh, any ball, event, dance, party, uh, embassy soiree, if you ever uh, manage to uh, hear about or visit such a thing. Steaming hot plates of just every kind of uh, delicacy and well-cooked food that you could imagine. What Ooh, is this? Is right here. This is not right. I'm sniffing and keeping a tight hold on Bill, who's very interested in going forward and like just burrowing into or living in <laughs> many of the dishes. <laughs> And uh, taking my, uh, like, holding my spear at the ready, I'm going to creep forward, like, along the left-hand side, moving as low and as quietly as I can, looking around alertly. Okay, making nearly no, uh, making nearly no sounds as your feet move along the uh, uh, uncarpeted, uh, untreated stone floor. Um, but being as quiet as possible, you pass by maybe one maybe two sconces with unlit candles in them. Go ahead and make a stealth roll, uh, Rogar. All right. Not my top skill, exactly. Uh, but an 18 isn't terrible. No, 18 isn't bad at all. Um, the smells of the most delicious food you could imagine, probably one or two of your favorites, along with uh, steaming teas, steaming coffees... Wine, carafes of ale, fruits from all over Zutane, some of them, uh, some of them quite expensive and, and uh, delicacies. All these uh, smells um, uh, are, don't go unnoticed by the group, even with passive perception. And uh, very comfortable looking chairs are set on either side. Six in all, actually. Crowthu's going to start leading the way down the right side. Do I need to do the stealth check as well? I would as well, yes, please. I rolled a 14 with my plus one is 15. Uh, 15 stealth check on this, yeah. You don't, uh... You don't stir up any particular noise that would go noticed anywhere outside this room. And you move silently on the opposite side of the table from Rogar, moving deeper into the darkness. Argante? Yes? Oh, stealth? Sorry. Or Cuddy? No, just would, uh, so far I just have you and Cuddy at the base of the stairs that lead into the basement, uh, and oh, you've, seen, I'll, you've seen I'll the banquet table. The yep, me too. Okay, so go ahead and first, roll. Cuddy, or you want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Go you ahead. can both go first and take opposite sides of the, <laughs> of the table. Fair yeah. enough. But don't touch anything. Yep, so that'll be a stealth, stealth check apiece uh, for uh, you guys. I rolled a two. <laughs> <coughs> Not so stealthy. I've got an 18 on the die. Okay. Uh, moving in wonder, pr- pretty uh, reasonably close behind Cuddy as he moves um, in bare feet silently along the stone, 
uh, you just watch and wonder at how completely silent this monk is as uh, the edge of your scabbard catches a platter yeah. and knocks over some truffles to the floor. <laughs> at which point, the candles that are surrounding this space ignite. And you find that there are candelabras in the corners as well that ignite. And uh, now the room is now fully lit. You can get a much, much better look at the the feast before you. And a figure at the far end of the table that was somewhat hidden in darkness, uh, appearing almost as if out of nowhere. Awesome. I fire my blaster at him. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders fall down from the ceiling. And the blaster shot bounces off his palm, and he reaches up his other hand, and he yanks the blaster out of you. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> that wasn't the deal. That wasn't the deal. So you must now wear these swim fins and this tutu. I am altering the deal. Oh, okay. I'm on board. <laughs> They'll have two candy canes left. I can blast them with the candy canes. You see what looks like a somewhat wealthy-looking nobleman uh, in in, uh, probably his late 40s to early 50s uh, with a comb over and uh, a a jovial-looking face, extremely richly dressed, but not not gaudy, for the apparel oft-proclaims the man who smiles benevolently at all of you, um, seeming to enjoy this as if he had just sprung a surprise party on everyone and uh, almost wanted to say happy birthday to all of you. But uh, instead... Hi! (laughs) So glad you guys can make it. Listen, you know, I expected such a thing. I like to plan for things. And this is turning out better than I thought it would. Glad the uh, glad the kitties didn't chew you up. Of course, I didn't think they would, you know. Um, I know who Wally you are. I keep tabs on stuff. Um, I'm I'm Hospinger. Some call me Lord Hospinger. You can call me Hoss. It's okay. It's very informal in this place. I love it. I love it. Very informal. You know, I don't stick to the formalities. I got all the money I need. I got all the power I need. What do I care what people call me, right? <laughs> hey, uh, where's that uh, Where's that um, star of the show? You know, um, Master of Ceremonies, uh, uh, grand guest that I was hoping was going to stop by. He's got to be with you guys. No, that bone steel? Where is he, huh? Oh, you mean... Bone steel? He's not down here in the basement with us and Lord Hosfinger. I mean you, who is Lord Hosfinger. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta spread some news. I you know, you leak rumors and you hope that they stick. But you know what? I didn't I all I had I didn't even have to say word two or two or three words and all of a sudden it was all over the city. People are so funny that way. <laughs> You know, you, you you try and spread something around, and you think, oh, nobody's going to believe this. But, of course, yeah, everybody believes it. So then you, Lord Hosfinger, have prepared this feast for us down here in the basement, and we're he- expecting Bone Steel to arrive. Oh, well, yeah, I was kind of hoping. I, I was hoping he would. And listen, this thing cost a grand, by the way, and it's got some very uh, some very good attributes for it. It's uh, It's for heroes. It's only meant for heroes. 
cost a thousand gold for crying out loud. Go ahead, bought up a tea, bonge. And he reaches, uh, he reaches forward to, to, uh, to uh, go for a, a wine glass, but stops and just kind of says, Hey, wait a second, you're not going to tell me that you guys just showed up and Bone Steel went uh, sculpting off somewhere like some kind of a chicken shit? Oh, you know, Bone Steel, I'm sure he's skulking around somewhere. It seems like it would be rude not to join you in this feast, but I wonder what Bone Steel would say mm. if he were here. This is all over the headset, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know a lot of dragonborn. None of them talk like you do. <laughs> I was raised in the wilds by wild beasts. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, somebody told me that. I remember that. You're right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Listen, hey, I don't judge. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I should talk about how other people talk. <laughs> you know, it's all right. But uh, you know, you guys, you just had a fight. You just you you you, you took out uh, two of my uh, two of my grounds uh, ground guards. You know, I got I'll, I'll get two more. I don't care. It's it's just money. But uh, why don't you why don't you just manage? There's no prisoner for us to rescue then. Well, we don't know that yet. You don't know what yet. Who are you talking to? I think that, that first part, or that second part, maybe was out of character. So where is yeah. the prisoner as I draw back a chair? Well, you know, that part was true. And I, I knew the, the rumor would spread around the city that I had bone steel, but uh, I know the people in the know. They, they, they'd sniff it out. They'd figure out that, uh, you know, it wasn't actually bone steel. I figured either the assassins or the thieves... One or the other, they'd figure it out. They'd start talking to each other, and just this kind of thing would happen. They'd send somebody in to try and find out what was going on. I was planning on that. <laughs> There's lots of different ways it could go. You got a plan A. Plan A for me, that was the assassins. They got rid of Bone Steel, they'll kill him. They take his body back to Kroonthaw. They get 2,000 gold right off the bat, and another 4,000 for delivering the body. See, I did a favor for Kroonthar. I did him a favor. What favor did you do for Kroonthar? I made I'm bone steel. Table, by the way, I don't know what the rest of you guys are doing. Might as well, yeah. Yeah, he's sitting down too. I'm standing. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> you can get coffee if you're going to stand. You want to play some music for us? That'll be fun. Huh. I understand you're supposed to be pretty good at it. I am. Well... And I turn away and I look around the room a bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> While they've got him talking, I'm going to start heading their way stealthily. Based on these happenings, my original plan is completely abandoned because, well, um, which is fine. As, as Bone Steel uh, makes his way, silent, still silently, still carrying the candle out of the bedroom along the. Uh, the candle, I put the candle back. Okay. Put Along the, the landing. Back. Sorry, Put the secondary back. <laughs> Sorry, I could not help myself. Down a very grand, grand staircase uh, into uh, unless you uh, unless you want to take a different route. Did you want to go out the window and go down the cellar the way they went, or down through the house? No. What I'm trying to do is to sneak up uh, on them in such a way where I can be kind of 
I can kind of hide in plain sight. No, not really. No. I'm trying to get them to, as close to him as possible and not let him know that I'm there. Because that way, once we get the information we need from him, I can do my rogue, my roguey rogueness and backstab, if necessary. Okay, uh, did the rest of the party share what they saw before the, uh, or what they surmise about this chamber before uh, before the lights went on or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I, I did. Or would you care to do I, it now? It's up to you guys. I have at least mentioned like kind of where we are and who we're with and all that stuff. That's about okay. that's about all the information I was trying to give. As Rogar thought he was being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. He at least knows we're down in the basement. All right, moving uh, w- without getting uh, too terribly detailed, uh, you move about a very richly appointed. Uh, mansion with uh, all kinds of the accoutrements that you would expect the wealthiest of the wealthy in Ditrine to own and display. Um, Is there anything that's portable enough to where I could something shiny and kind of fun to just Lift. Still want to steal something? Yeah, there, there, there are some. Uh, there's, there's silver, silver candelabras. There's uh, jade figurines. There's a gold inlaid jewelry boxes. Uh, I will take one of the jewelry. Well, are they? Yeah, I'll take one of the jewelry boxes and open it and see what's inside. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, and I hate to overstep my bounds, but this is around the time we want to start wrapping up. Yeah. Normally it would be, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bone Bone Steel takes seven points of of, uh, poison damage. As a dart shoots... As the dart shoots out of the front of the jewelry box. That's what you get. Oh, that's what you get for trusting this man. Oh, no. But you do find uh, eight eight rubies inside. All right, I'll take Don't the touch them. Don't do it. I'll search for more traps, and then I'll <laughs> take the rubies. Yeah, I'm a freaking rogue. Yeah, so that was sloppy on my part. Okay, you have rubies. You have four. Uh, add four rubies to your inventory. <laughs> Hey, what can I say? I didn't think he would booby trap stuff that was right there, just plain in the house. No. I always think everything is a trap. Uh, <laughs> I will from now life. on. And I'm going to try a bit of the, of the food and just just a little bit and see if it has any effect on 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 me before I suggest anybody else try it. Okay, taking a taste of the food, it's uh, probably about the best. That you have uh, that you've uh, ever had, um, getting a little bit actually more hungry because of the fact of how well it's cooked, how hot it is, and uh, how delectable. Nice. And it's not causing me to start getting drowsy or anything. It is not. As but a matter you're of fact. But you half amazing monk guy. Oh, I'm you the one to do no the test. <laughs> You uh, you actually feel uh, as if any poisons that ever that were in your body are being uh, dispelled and um, 
and uh, removed and that you in fact could not be poisoned if someone tried uh, you don't have any diseases but uh, if you did as you're uh, continuing to eat this food uh, any diseases in you would have been removed hmm. Oh, even I the slightest trust this. I even the slightest bit this. of fear, even the slightest bit of fear that you may have had or trepidation seems to be removed because you don't seem capable of being frightened now no. uh, as you eat. Does it cure hit points? <laughs> oh, no. You find yourself a bit, uh, actually a bit more healthy because your hit point maximum increases by 2d10. What? What? What the uh, hell? One, two, three, four. Where's the ten? I need to get over there. What? There yeah. it is. This is? I need to. Still don't believe really it. Alive. You go ahead and roll. Yeah, roll That's 2d10. Awesome. Is it because it's Thanksgiving? Is I rolled two fours for a total of eight. Is this the Thanksgiving god? Okay. So your uh, hit point maximum reaches... Uh, reaches um, Five. Yep. And I'm going to rate that set down temporarily because I'm still a little bit suspicious of this. That it... But for now, it's 35. Now, okay. now, now, does my current hit points go up accordingly? Uh, your hit points will max out, so far as I'm concerned. So and I'm you're, healed up. You're healed up, and your temporary okay. hit points go to that... Uh, uh, the 35. The uh, To 35. Okay. You also get the strange metagaming, metagaming feeling that this is going to last probably for about 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which means we're set for the next year or two in gutter sets, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only the party members that are there and actually eating, yeah. yeah. Yes, well, I, I was going to ask around. you if my healing potion would work on poisons. I kind of look around to the others, and I nod. And All I, right, then. Yeah, we can, I can. Let, let, let Bone Spear know over the, over the mic, head mic that um, <laughs> might want to come down. <laughs> it's a shame if, Bone Steel isn't down here. He's missing out on a really good meal. Guys, insane! You could be poisoned just like I just. Oh yes, that reminds me. Is <laughs> by any chance do the do do healing potions work on poisons? Uh, healing potions would uh, bring your hit points back up to uh, whatever it was, uh, whatever it was that you, whatever it is you roll on the uh, on the d fours. Uh, I think you did. What did you take? Seven points of damage. Yep. Yeah, um, Bone Steel really should come come down here and be part of this. Um, <laughs> I, you don't understand. I did something incredibly foolish, and now I am feeling rather weak. Hey, hey, you guys like talking to somebody? You guys are talking to somebody. Is it Bone this, Steel? This is a really good meal. Sir, this is a very good meal. This makes me feel I could do anything, like it would cure any issue. <laughs> <laughs> I have to thank you for this. Agante's going to reach over and take one grape. <laughs> right there. Argante uh, feels no ill effects from the grape, and it tastes uh, uh, d- uh, as delectable as any grape you've ever had in your life. And the food is still hot, still inviting, still warm, and There's a chair. There's something so wrong about this somehow. Chair or am I just grape. suspicious? <laughs> oh, and you know what? I don't blame you, young lady. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do a part of knowledge check on it. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll continue heading. Do I have that? I guess I do. What would I use? 
after a thorough search of the first floor uh, uh, and and pantries, the kitchen area, you essentially you discover no, there is no one else in this house as well lit as it is. You also discover that there is no internal entrance to this basement. <laughs> you have Featherfall jump out the window. I will. <laughs> Why the hell not? But you've been poisoned. Maybe it doesn't work when you've been poisoned. <laughs> No, it'll shut it'll up, work. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Featherfall uh, lands you uh, back on uh, solid ground uh, without without incident. If you step, I mean, you can fling yourself through the glass of a window, or you can open one and just jump All out. Right. Jump out! All right. So you're uh, you can make your way around to um, to uh, near the entrance of the stairs and proceed as you wish. All right. I'll go through the main the entrance that they went through and just okay. Oh, there we go. There you are. <laughs> That's better. Yeah, you know, I, I had to face that way because, listen, there's no other doors or any other way out of this place except for that ramp, of course, because, hey, I don't like to turn my back to... Anyway, so, hi, guys. Listen, sit, manji, enjoy. <laughs> like I said, cost a thousand gold. You might as well uh, take advantage of it. It's, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tucking in here. Hell yeah, it's a feast for heroes. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm assuming... Yeah, all right, I'll tuck in. Is Cuddy eating, too? Yep. Really? Wait, all uh, of you? Are you yep. going to join us, Lord? Yeah, we're all totally falling for this. Um, Lord, uh, come fall for this. <laughs> come fall for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we haven't had 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 to make wisdom saves yet. Yeah, yeah. And we've gotten benefits from this thing so far. So he'd be so at least up to this point, he's been a he would be a real fool to boost us up like this and then ex- expect to try to fight us. Mm-hmm. You would think, anyway, unless it becomes a matter of a command word later. But we'll get we'll we'll cross that mm-hmm. bridge when when, when we Is, burn it down. So, yeah. Is he eating anything? No. I thought he did taste it, some of it. Well, he went to reach yeah, for a wine he glass. He went to, but yeah. Oh, he went to, but stopped. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not touching this stuff no. yet. No, I, I had didn't a grape. I my finger off the checker. Do I need to go find a corner and throw up this grape? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, good. Listen, I got the whole gang here, and that's terrific. Um, like I said, I got lots of money, I got lots of time, I got lots of power. I plan things. I do favors for other people that are like me, because, you know... I, I collect things. So this Kruntha guy, Bone Steel, I'm not even going to ask you what you did to this guy, but why does he really want you dead? Anyway, I had to somehow figure out a way to drum you out of the woodwork. Looks like this worked. Um, and uh, and Kruntha, in return, gave me some information. And it's the information that I needed. I wanted to collect a thing. And I'm going to steal that thing from one of the other rich guys here in town. But in order to do that, I got to use a cutout to go hire the Thieves Guild to go to his house and take the thing Mm. and make it easier for the Thieves Guild by having the guy and his retinue, his guards, away from the house. And to do that, I stage an execution. Perfect, ain't it? I stage an execution, it brings out the real bone steel, it gets people away from that other guy's house, and, uh, you know, they can steal the thing or what. An excellent plan. Yeah. 
And then, you know, you, you all guys, you, you, uh, you, either the assassins get bone steel and kill them and bring them back to the Skruntha guy and they get their money and, hey, who cares? It's a favorite time Skruntha. Or they mess up or they stop and they think, hey, listen, what's going on? Let's investigate. In which case, you guys all come to me because of the rumor, uh, which happens to be true. I do have the kid, uh, kid here on the, uh, he's pretty close by, actually, um, if you wanted to rescue him. In which case, I get to kill all of you. And then everybody wins. I still get to steal my thing. We still get to have the execution. I love it when a plan works out. But you guys should get a good night's sleep before you start playing with all the different toys, wonders, and, and, and uh, uh, jokes that I got planned for you because <laughs> it's lots of fun. Oh, okay. yes? While this big diatribe is going on, I'm first of all I'm taking my healing potion and swigging that. Okay, roll a d4 and add two, please. Okay. Wait a minute, it's more than that, isn't it? Where is it? Common healing, common, greater. common, common. Is it a common or a greater? What is it? I have both. I was just using the regular one. Okay. Why, why can I never remember this? It's the simplest thing. I got Common five, healing potions. Five. It's probably two D four plus two or something like that. Oh, for heaven's sake! <laughs> Common. Yeah. And of course, I can't find that. <laughs> I know how it is. Common. Yeah, two D four plus two. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that first roll was a three. Second roll is a one. Of course, it was a six. I'm, oh, come on. Can we just make it... Oh, one, stop. You're one I'm, down. I'm one down. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm one down. You have a slight headache. You were poisoned. I'm one down from before. I'm still down to 23 from the back. I am okay. past the point where I, I pretty much have to go. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. The instant uh, that you get your uh, your hit points back, um, the candles wink out. Uh, Lord Hospinger actually disappears because he was an illusion, and the entire room starts plummeting in free fall like an yes. elevator that had its uh, that had its cable snapped. I told it, you it is <laughs> dropping. <laughs> At about, uh, yeah, it's dropping at 30 feet a second, and uh, the table is vibrating a little bit. The chairs are vibrating. The walls are whipping by. Awesome. Until uh, it starts to slow and comes to a gentle halt inside a much larger chamber. Yes. Remember dungeons? It's a game about dungeons. (laughs) With beds surrounding the, the... the undisturbed feast and uh, candles lit in this chamber and uh, the voice of Lord Hospinger saying welcome guests enjoy the fun, finish your food have a good night's rest there's comfy beds around Uh, don't want you to be weak or anything like that but I'm going to go off and do my thing it's been nice knowing you sorry you're going to die Try and rescue the kid. If you do, hey, great story. I'll do something else and try to kill you some other way. But uh, <laughs> goodbye. It- oh, I love it. Yay. Is it a and coincidence the- that the voice you're using for our dear Lord bears some resemblance to the voice of our president? It uh, does? No, that sounds uh, like Ray Romano. 
<laughs> a little, yes, I hear that as well. And with, and we're, and with little, that, we'll call the game at this, this point. Was, this yeah. was not a good thing. I knew it. <laughs> well, of course, it, of 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 course not. But look at it this way: we we have our for the next twenty four hours, we have our uh, our hit point max boosted. Yeah. Well, most of us. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> have a grape; it'll fix you. So. Okay, so it so it 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 makes my character even with everybody else in the in the in the party. Even. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show up, head. You go first. You're on point. So. <laughs> I usually am. <laughs> oh. Thank you, thank you, folks. Thank you yeah, very, thank very you. much. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. And uh, and uh, yeah, so, I'm sorry, sorry, we ran so far past time, but it had to reach at some point where I could yes, just like say, right. you know, this yep, is what happened. Absolutely. Well, happy, 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 happy Thanksgiving, y'all's is enjoy absolutely. Everybody who's ill, heal up, and everybody who's not ill, still stay healthy, and <laughs> have lots of nummies tomorrow, eh? Yes. Yep. You too. Enjoy. Enjoy the cool weather too. Oh yes, thank you. Okay. Take care, everyone. Yep. Everybody, yeah, take everybody. care. Toodles. Stay safe. All right. See you again in two weeks. Happy yes. Genocide Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Take care. All right. Good night, folks. Bye. Cheers. Bye.